Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Trip Flip every Sunday nights on Travel Channel at 8 p.m. 7 Central. I'm on tour right now. Austin, May 23rd through 25th. In June, Des Moines, Philly, Buffalo. This week's guest in bag. Go to birdbirdbird.com. Is the Birdcast. Now we're recording? All right. This is how I introduce this next guest. Hey, guess who's on my podcast today? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He sounds like this when he talks. No, no, oh. no. Hey, Bert. <laughs> Ian Bag. I'm from one country, but I sound like I'm from another. <laughs> it's Cowhead. Yeah, I, I, I think I can call Ian's mother and fool her. No, Cow. He just got into the man cave. We're starting the podcast right now. So, hey, Mom, it's me, Ian. Yeah, what are you doing? Like, if I hear him for a couple minutes, I'll fucking get the only impression I can do. It's the only impression anyone can do. Oh, hello. Oh, look at you, F-150. No. I'm telling you. By the way, Ian, Ian uh, Bag is the best podcast that nobody wants. Really? Yeah. I got to fucking yeah, get on this podcast. Every, almost every Monday. All right. Well, we're starting the podcast right now. I'll talk to you later. Are you, I'll, I'll expect there to be a lot of talk about what a great guy I am. Okay. All right. All right, then. Okay. Bye. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll see you later, Paul. <laughs> um, here, grab the mic. Let's start potting. Let's start potting the fuck out. I'm gonna make sure we got audio re- levels. I'm, I one, need one, to one, hire one, someone one. to do this for me because I can't fucking. Why okay. don't you just talk to Perfect and get one of his guys? Yeah, here, per- talk like this. Perfect. Hey, 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 here, one, one guy. Sit right where that hat is. I'll sit over here. Okay. All right. Cowhead introduced him. It's Ian Bag. Oh. Easily, I think one of my. I would say one of my. I, there's like few people in this business that I consider friends that are genuinely friends and that are people that my wife think are funnier than me. Leanne thinks you are 10 times funnier than me. Your wife is correct. <laughs> uh, I, you know what's great about when I go places? People what? always say, you and Bert Kreischer are my favorite. Dude, you know what? You want to talk about a great little moment in in my career was that period of that year that we basically were both co-headlining the right. Brea Improv yeah. once a week practically. That was a good time. Those were the fucking best. It started still with me there. And you. I'm still there. It, it started with <laughs> yeah. me and you, and uh, let's make sure it's recording. I definitely need someone to work on this. Um, it started with me and you working. Why don't with you Bob just say Saget. that right now? That? Why don't you just say that right now? Because it's, I do it in my house, so I need someone I trust that I can let go. Hey, can you come? Yeah, to but my there's going to be somebody that listens to this show that you know that actually has it. I know, but not the psycho. It's. <laughs> <laughs> that you know that has that technology. All right, reach me, reach out to me, uh, guys, if you want to help me with this podcast. And then just, and just ignore most of those people, like you ignore my text messages. I don't ignore your fucking text messages. Oh yeah, who live during your entire working fucking hour special? Busy working, proclaiming it was the best hour special. Yeah, I had ever seen. It was very sweet of you. It was the first hour special I'd seen where it was 
what Cowhead said. When Cowhead saw mine, he goes, it wasn't you. I go, what? And he goes, you're in a fucking... Right? So you're in a, you're in a, a collared shirt, black collared shirt. I've never seen you wear a black collared shirt. That's Going to a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, and you're on stage. You're not talking to anybody. And I was like, well, it's, you know, it's an hour special. Your hour special right. was you. But I fought for that because... Somebody said after seeing me on, like, uh, I think it was Leno or something, they're like, that's a fake advertisement. Really? Yeah, and I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, that's not you. And I'm like, well, we have to do that. And they're like, no, you don't. You do your thing. Yeah. And you, you fight for it. You did yours. So. Like you. Yeah. And I fucking, it was one of those, there's like few moments I can say that I get excited. And I fucking got up. I had two chimes. Chimes. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a real strong beer. Yeah, yeah. I had two chimes in my in my fridge that I was saving for the next day. And it was like ele- I want to say it was like eleven o'clock at night right. that I, it came on, and I went, "Oh shit!" And the fir- the first thing you started doing crowd work, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be fucking good." And I <laughs> popped open a chimay, and then I started live tweeting throughout it. <laughs> it was awesome. You made my day. I was in uh, I was in St. Louis, which is a fun club to do that that uh, the improv that funny bone there in St. The fu- Louis. Funny bone in St. Louis. St. Louis, yeah. It's like out in the middle, like it's called, in the, like in a. German village, I call it. It's in this mall that has nothing else in it. Is it? I'm thinking. Is that they still smoke there? Is it? Is it the one where they have um, the Indian restaurant right across the street from it? No, or is that no, Kansas? That's City? Kansas. Okay, that's Kansas. I don't feel like I've, maybe I've not. I don't think you've been Louis. to St. Louis. By I don't the think I've done. Yeah, you'd remember because you would enjoy them. Really? Yeah, and they still smoke there, and that would stick out in your mind really? a lot. Yeah, they smoke like, like smoke. Like it's 1970. Yeah. Really? Like a lot. Like everybody's got an ashtray with them at all times. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, indoors. It's great. So wait, how many weeks we are a we year on the are you the road? Are you? Uh, it seems like every week. <laughs> Me too. This kind of just worked out. Something got canceled in in DC, so I just happened to be here all week. Really? Yeah, what were you doing in DC? Uh, something called Nine Sixteen or something like that. It's a new the, club there. Oh, is it a rock and roll club? Something the like nine thirty yeah, club, yeah, yeah, something like that, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I suppose to, so. I don't know what happened. Something got changed. Something and fell I, out. I got, I got paid and got to stay at home. So what a I was fuck. like, yes, those are the best. Those are the, <laughs> those are the best. When and you then you said come to Valley Village, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> how, lo- how long of a drive is this for you? Uh, <laughs> Forty minutes. And a half. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was awesome. You, um, you. So Ian and I shared. Ian and I shared maybe the only time in my life that I actually realized I might die when that thunderstorm. <laughs> when you got hit, by, when you seen somebody get hit by lightning in a parking lot, that yeah. was way worse. Oh yes, no, but that I was inside then. We we were in that car. Remember when we were driving? Mm-hmm. I was like, I kept going, Ian, can you find out if we can get struck by lightning in a car? And you're like, I'm not using my phone. Are you crazy? <laughs> not using it right now. And then of course Butch Bradley's with us, and anything that goes bad, Butch is involved in. Oh. So you're like, oh, we're gonna get arrested. Butch is one of those people where I sincerely am shocked he's still alive. <laughs> We did a tour, me, him, me, him, Steve Byrne, and, oh. and Brett Ernst, and Mike Young. and Everybody were, sounds like trouble on that, that one. That was, a, that was a tour of, hey, guys, we'll be talking to shit to everyone in your entire town and seeing if anyone swings on us. Oh, or, my God. Steve Byrne, the week before, got into a fist fight in an elevator, and the elevator shook so much that it stopped. So he was stuck in the elevator that with he was fist fighting with, oh. with. And they, Ian, they fought so long, they got tired and had to stop. Great. And then the doors open. When was the last time you talked to him? I haven't talked to him in a while. Do you know he got broken jaw? Yeah, I heard. Yeah, it finally backfired. It fi- <laughs> Wait, what? What was the story? Uh, apparently, it's a cab driver, and he, like everybody's, oh, he must have had brass knuckles on him because he dropped them. Really? Yeah. So it was brass funny. fucking knuckles. Yeah. 
Oh. Yeah, and I guess Steve just yelled out, I have a show on TBS. And fell <laughs> <laughs> I have a show on TBS. <laughs> I, have a, I, have uh, yeah, I, would, I wonder if Steve, Steve's one of those private dudes where he probably would never, will never talk about that. Probably not, yeah. yeah. You, if you bring it up and he doesn't even know. Yeah. I think it is got something to do with because, you know, he likes hockey like me and he loves Sidney Crosby and he yeah. got his jaw broken a couple weeks before. Oh, you think he did oh, it to totally, be like Totally pansy. <laughs> Totally pansy. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm just turning. I'm just becoming a good interviewer on these things. All right. So I'm going to straight up ask you questions. I already know the answers really? of. Yep. Okay. Yep. So that only so that people can hear the questions. Okay. That I know are going to be fun. Okay. So tell us about the Inuit village you grew up in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't an two Inuit miles village. from the North Pole. Uh, it's sixteen miles from the North Pole. It was. It was. It wasn't as much Inuit as isolated. Is it? Yeah. 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 I remember I was, last week I was in, in uh, no, two weeks ago I was in Minneapolis. Yeah. And this guy said, hey, I went to Canada. You know what they don't tell you is there is nothing. You know how we have road <laughs> stops and you can get gas? You don't have that in Canada. As soon as you get out of the town, there's nothing. <laughs> I was in yeah. Edmonton and, uh, and I, walked, I was walking to the mall every night to try to do my sets. And it was a long <laughs> fucking walk. Yeah. Yeah. Just like on a highway <laughs> on a highway I, yeah a lot of non-sidewalks in canada a lot of non-sidewalks yeah, yeah, yeah. and i saw this uh they i guess you guys call them native natives yeah we call them natives or yeah Indian. but that sounds so racist to us what natives yeah i think he was a native, no, he was a native, native, but, native sounds like they're from there yeah no yeah. it sounds like yeah but in like a Indians treacherous way, way. yeah in a treacherous it's, it's, way in a violent way <laughs> watch out for the natives no <laughs> my dad used to say when i was a kid the natives were restless tonight <laughs> Lock your door up, then lock your house up. The natives are coming. <laughs> the natives want their land back. Hey, native! That just sounds so. I guess if you do that to any race, uh, yeah. If you shout any rage, hey, yeah. yeah. So native of Beverly Hills, there was a, a, a how about native adjacent? Native adjacent. <laughs> He's native adjacent of Canadian. Yeah. So, so uh, there was this native kid walking back, and he had just gotten the shit kicked out of him. And, <laughs> yeah. I, and I said, so you want to see how quick I went? I, I saw him, and I went, oh shit. Because he was like bleeding, he had a scratch right. on his face, and he was he was a, he was a child. He was like twelve years old, but he was like his hand. He could tell he took a couple swings, and his, uh-huh. he was feeling his hand, and he was like still a little bit out of it. And he saw me, and he was still nervous. You never ever been beaten yeah. up, and then everyone you run into, you're like, Nick! yeah. Am I, are you next? And you got a beard, which yeah, scares him. You next? <laughs> so I was walking, and then I was like, motherfucker! If I had seen that, I probably would have jumped in to help him out. And then I was right. like, oh, those fucking Canadian kids are big. I was like, I wonder if they're still around. And they got with a taste of blood in their mouth. They'll beat me up quick. <laughs> You thought he was 12, but he was actually three. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, so did nose. you grow up with a bunch of natives? Uh, yeah, we grew, I grew up in a native village, yeah. Are you yeah, serious? Yeah, an Indian village, yeah. yeah. Really? Terrace. Terrace had, yeah. We had a reserve. It's called right Terror there. Side? Terrace. Oh, Terrace? Terrace? Terrace. Terrace. Like, terrace. You know, you oh, Terrace. 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 Oh, okay. Not Terrace. Terrace. It's so, Terrace. And you were, and you, but you're not. You're just regular Canadian. I'm <laughs> <laughs> way more racist than native. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, <laughs> so, just for the record, my podcast is really big in Canada. Really, so they're gonna oh, be loving shit, this. Shit. I wouldn't be shocked if we got oh, some complaints God. in Canada. Oh, you're gonna get some complaints from us, you know, the regular Canadians and the native Canadians. <laughs> Um, man. I just went there for the first time to do a show in Edmonton, and I had such a fucking great time. How weird is Edmonton? Do you know it's got the most millionaires with no education? Yes. I mean, uh, yes. Uh, the, they're, they're all... 
Everyone's got yeah. so much so fucking much. money. Yeah, and you just increase, you just keep increasing the value of your CD. Yeah, you start at twenty five. By the end of the week, it's fifty dollars a CD, and they they're still said, paying for it. Rick, have you, do you do that club? Yeah, Rick Bronson. Yeah, he he goes, whatever you do, bring double your merchandise. And I was like, easy. I always I always have a little left over. I'll see if I can. Right. I sold out like first show Saturday. Right, and I was right. like, are you fucking kidding? Yeah. And they were, and they were. Everyone's got big fucking hands. Everyone's <laughs> taller than me. The women are and hot as fuck. The women are like, you are think like the women are hot. I think the women in Canada are so fucking hot. It's ridiculous. Because I grew up there, I think they all look like the girls I went to school with, and none of them were hot. Yeah, and not the girls I went to school with. They all have fucking. You grew up in Tampa. Yeah, but my... they were wearing bikinis. Yeah, but you didn't even see their faces. <laughs> oh, man, I think I did I have some Canada. hotties I grew up with, but I thought the Canadian women were hot as fuck. That's because they can play hockey. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> and they can take a punch, y'all, oh, <laughs> and give one. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, but all these fucking dudes just had big hands and like, and they just were, and they were hard laughers and big drinkers. If they want to have fun, they really have fun. But if they're confused, they're really confused. (laughs) Really? Yeah. (laughs) Have you seen Fubar yet? No. You got to see Fubar. It's all about. uh, It's all about that. There, like these uh, these guys. These I don't know if they're comics or they worked at a comedy club, but they made this movie about all like going up and having money and working in the middle of nowhere. Really? It's fucking crazy. Yeah, no, I gotta see it. Yeah, yeah. So wait, so but are you on that coast or are you on the other coast? I was on the west coast. So you were above. You yeah. were above Edmonton. Um, probably the same height as Edmonton, but on the coast. Oh, really? Yeah. So actually, uh, Highway 16 goes through Edmonton. It also goes through my town. Oh, okay. So it ends just a little ways down the street from my town. So, um, what was like? Did, did when you were a kid? Did, was there like, like I, I don't think I've ever asked you this, but was there like. Was there an understanding you were going to go to college, or was it kind of like... Um, it was an understanding that you would try to go to college, but more, it was an understanding you'd go to technical school. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, that was more, and then I was supposed to go, and then I just dropped out immediately really? and started stand-up. Yeah, I was, How old were you when you started stand-up? Uh, like about 20, 21. God damn. Yeah. And then, and then you ready for my Wikipedia view? And then you moved to I'm gonna I don't even I'm gonna guess the city because I know it's one go of ahead, them. Go ahead, go ahead. One of them, like Montreal or Toronto, and no. did cocaine once and then quit. Well, part <laughs> of that conversation <laughs> went to Vancouver. Vancouver, that's yeah, it. Yeah, went to Vancouver, hung out with these guys, and did a lot of cocaine. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I tried it out a couple different times, and then <laughs> one day I was like realizing, hey, these guys are way older than me, and they're still in the same situation. I gotta get the fuck away from them. So, uh, and they're still there doing cocaine. Really? Yeah, yeah. So it's great. Um, where I grew up, they do a lot of cocaine, which confuses I would, me. I would guess. I would guess. Um, um, why am I thinking this? I would guess there would be a lot of cocaine in Edmonton. Yes. Like, cause, just because you have so much money. You have so much fucking money. Yeah. I mean, you know there's a lot of money when you go into the airport and you get pulled over by customs as an American and they're like, what are you here for? And right. I'm like, I, 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 the first time I went, I went for a wedding and they were like, yeah, right. Empty his bags out. My buddy Weicho got married to this guy who's called Marnie. That's such a Canadian name. Is she Canadian? Yep, yeah, very Canadian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Marnie. Marnie. And, and her brother, her brother, I, not that I'm talking shit about her brother, but I, or maybe it wasn't her brother. No. Yeah, it was her brother. Her brother had like two Harleys, fucking four snowmobiles. Oh, uh, every guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, yeah. a, a huge F 150 dually. Right. Like just had, and, and like had a ton of money. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and lived in a weird house. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was—it's weird out there. All my friends have the the two Harleys and the two snowmobiles 
But really, the motorbike season is two months long. It really is. Yeah, you only need one. But it's it is not gorgeous. When it is summer there, when it is it's nice, absolutely it's absolutely fucking gorgeous. But when it's not, when it's not, it it's is suicide ungodly. watch. I am shocked that a that a group that a, a, that 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 is that DNA. The, the uh. people that went there stopped. Yeah. <laughs> And they were Not like, this boy. <laughs> I was like, I got to get the hell out of here. Like, they were like, this will do. I like yeah. my drinks cold. Yeah, my mom's like that. My mom and my dad are like that. Hey, you know, it's nice. We had to wear a blanket today. I'm like, it's July 7th. <laughs> you don't need to wear a blanket July 7th, most places. I'm like, yeah, we like it like that. So, so, so then, so you go, you move at 20 to Cor- uh, Vancouver? I, what, first, I went to, uh, first, I went to Australia. Sorry. You moved to Australia? Yeah, my mom's from Australia originally. My grandma died when I was 17. So I had graduated high school. So I went for a funeral with my mom, my parents, and I stayed. So I spent. Where, where, where? Uh, Sydney? Sydney, yeah. God damn, I love fucking yeah. Sydney too. Sydney's amazing. Dude, yeah, yeah. I mean, I really, I really regret not having traveled more as a young kid. And seeing these then, because I'm now seeing them as a 40 year old man. Did you, guys, did you guys do Australia on your show, your travel show? Is that we what went I watched? to Sydney, and it was so fucking Amazing. great. Did you even go to the North Beaches? Uh, you got if you go. I know you probably went to Manly and and uh, Bondi. Bondi, we definitely. But if went you to. get a, and you go north, there's more beaches north and North Sydney that nobody's on, and it's amazing, dude. I had such an amazing time in fucking Sydney yeah. and in Canada that I literally called uh, my agent. Was like, I want, I want to do a tour, and I don't care if I don't even make any money. I want to do right. a tour in Sydney, and I want to, I want to do a tour driving across Canada. Like I fucking loved it's a long tour. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> like six days. That's nine. That's nine shows. That's nine shows. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Nine cities. Nine shows. I haven't planned this out. Oh, you, I got a fucking bet with a cannonball run you, across Canada. You're gonna. Uh, you're gonna need more than a tank of gas for this. <laughs> so okay, so you moved to Australia. I moved to Australia. I hang out there, and I end up going to uh, like seeing some cities. Like I end up in Brisbane in a little bit, and Brisbane's and pretty fucking badass too. It's, it's pretty badass too, and then even further up a little bit. And I also. Uh, a couple years ago, I went on to the other side, and that's pretty crazy. Perth, uh, Perth, but and then went north from there, Shut up. where nobody was, and there's just mining communities. It's crazy. Have you ever seen Welcome to Whoop Whoop? No, it's this Australian movie, and it's very much like that. It's about they have to go out and get a guy to bring back to breed with the women because they don't have enough guys, and everybody's getting crossbred. Are you serious? Yeah, great. What a great fucking. Great. Great little town. Oh, I'd love to show up to that town. <laughs> hey, guys, guess who's got a brand new dick? <laughs> guess who's in town for two weeks? Guys, there's new seed. Quick, go to the bar. <laughs> wicker man, wicker man, wicker, Let me wicker, turn wicker my man. Phone off. Uh, um, so what, what ring do you have for me? Oh, my... it's my manager. Should I take it? Sure, take why it. not? Take it. Judith? Hey, you. Hey, you're on my podcast. Is this, is this, uh, is this confidential? Yeah, you want to call me back when you're over? Yeah, I'll call you when I'm done. Thanks, Jude. <laughs> All right, bye. Um, yeah. So uh, I miss being with that company because that when you heard from her, it was good news. Uh, it's the same news that you just heard me tell. Yeah, yeah. It's the same. They're calling to tell interesting me. Interesting news. It's interesting news, but uh, but we'll, yeah, we'll not but, discuss. We um we um yeah we were at the we were at the same management company for oh, yeah. a while. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because I heard you left. So. Uh, no, he left. I stayed. Yeah, good choice. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was you know it was tough because we were like such good friends. Right, right. But um, but 
you know, I fucking I've said this. I said this on the very last podcast I did. I opened the podcast by saying I fired everyone that I thought really like I cared about. Because like everyone, like I really felt like this business was all about building a family. Right. The very first person was Barry Katz. I, he was like meant so much to me. Right. And then I just realized I was. It was like an unhealthy relationship. I couldn't get him to control my calls, and it was like I just was fucking beating my head against the wall. And I was defending the bad girlfriend. Him. I was I was defending him right. to like anyone that like like. My wife, my dad, anyone. I was defending Barry, and I was like, "Why am I fucking defending him?" I was like, "I should just hear what I'm sa- hear what they're saying and know that I'm that I'm arguing, I'm arguing being not happy." Any other any other place, you would switch jobs. Well, Barry, and I, I, I'll give this as a testament to Barry, and I've, so I'll get back on subject as soon as we get done. This guy, we have this no subject. Goes, but any Barry, um, uh, he took a different role than just say a manager. He mm-hmm. took a role as like a um, friend, he, a, more like a, a father, like a mentor. He, every, See, that concerns me when they do that, though. Because he did that. that he did that. With, he did that with everyone. Yeah, but he does it on purpose camp, yes. because then he's got power on you and leverage. And he, I mean, I like the guys that say we're gonna make some money. I find you funny. Yeah, that was that was uh, Matt Schuler was the guy we're talking about, and then I left. Barry to go to Levity, mm-hmm. uh, t- and uh, and I started working with Matt. You were working with Matt, and Matt was fun. I fucking dug him. I could hang yeah. out with him. Yeah, I fucking I had some really good times. We were in Amsterdam one time. Me, him, and his his wife, Monica. Oh, and we, she's fantastic. She's fucking great too. I fucking loved him, and he was a great friend. But the problem was, I was at a weird pivotal point in my career where I had a this fucking all these things going on, and they were all on the table, and all the deals were halfway done. Nothing was really done, and it was one of those things where I was like. I talked to the guy I recently fired, Matt Frost. I talked to Frosty, and he was like, you have a family, and you need to focus, and you need to be... What? You fired Frost? I fired Frosty, too. <laughs> fucking, <laughs> Who'd you go fucking... with from there? UTA. Uh-huh. I love UTA. I was my I had Atta, I, I it was, it was fantastic. Yeah, am I you know what's one of I was at CIA and one of my good friends from college was an agent there mm-hmm. and I was so excited to be working with him because I was like, Holy shit, how cool man. A guy I used to fucking get high with in college <laughs> yeah. is now my agent. <laughs> you always gotta look at that and go, yeah. is that good? Yeah, it, it was not. It was not. My so. buddy flies planes for I won't say what company, but I'm always like concerned that he's the pilot. I'm always like <laughs> I, I I heard one time I was on a plane and, and they go, uh they go, uh, your captain, I'm your captain, Todd Bray, I'd like to welcome him and I go this motherfucker I know him and I was like if this is Todd Bray I'm getting off this fucking plane right now you walked up and looked I know I went up and I said is to Todd can you ask the to the stewardess I go or the wait uh, flight attendant whatever she can you ask if Todd Bray went to Florida State and she goes uh sure and then came back and she goes he did not he went to a military academy I was like oh thank god don't worry we're good military academies are always good for a pilot I was like fuck yes yeah so um but yeah so now I'm uh I'm, I'm, I'm still happy at Levity. I'm with Judy. I'm really happy with Judy. And, and I'm Judy really happy was, at UTA. You know, you know what? I'll tell you about my... And this may get me in trouble. And I don't give a shit because I'm not with them there's anymore. No, there's no uh, way to get um, me in trouble. Um, I really liked working with Judy. Yeah. But I found the fall off after I... There was a fall off once you didn't work with Judy. You, things got lost and, and, and I, that's what, what concerned it's, me. It's like going... Uh, I know what you're saying. And, and it, I, I will just analogize this and tell me if I'm correct. It's like going to Wolfgang Puck's and when he cooks, you're like, God damn, yeah. that was a great meal. Yeah. But then when he's not in the, in the, in the restaurant, yeah. you're you like... You don't even get a fork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I, this isn't a great restaurant. <laughs> I, know, I know what you're saying. And I think, I think that was definitely... I know exactly what you're saying. Uh, but... Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't really have that experience. I work with Ray and 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 Ray's Melissa. new, right? Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, I Judy, and I I, I'm, I'm very experience. happy. So, I'm glad you're happy. 
I've moved on. Who's your manager myself now? With the, I went, uh, I went with Joe uh, Joe Malosh, yeah. who was at uh, Arson House, and him and Ron DeBazio. Yeah. Uh, I like him because he's like. Got he's like about ninety, and he's got his pulse on everything, and he knows what's going on. The the and, sometimes the best managers are the guys that you go. What's his name? Like Jim Norton's manager. Who's Jim, that? who knows? Who fucking right, right, knows? Yeah, yeah. He's one guy who's got like a couple rock bands and Jim Norton, but the guy yeah. gives a fuck about Jim, and he know. Yeah, he gives a fuck about, and then he also he brings up things with you, and you're like, I had no clue like that, and then yeah. he shows you where he got the information. I yeah. like, yeah, I like that. Um. The uh, I love Judy, but um, so wait, let's go back. So I love that you got DIY on on two screens. In I love place. DIY. I'm obsessed. I'm trying to get. Uh, I want to get Matt Munster. I want to get uh, Josh Temple on the show. I want to get. I got the guys from Man Caves. Uh, Tony Saragusa, the guy, and Jason Cameron, who did this Man Cave. They did this for you. Oh yeah, this was on DIY. They're coming out to LA and they're going to be on my podcast. Goose and uh, and Jason. Does he even fit in here? Goose. He built it. Yeah. <laughs> He came in, the first thing he said is, he goes, if you fucking cry, I'm going to smack you. Is that what he said? Yep. And I was oh, like, man, that's I- a good man cave. <laughs> Look, suck it up, pansy. I'm about to change your life, but you're going to enjoy it, not be touched. He was oh, he is so yeah. fucking funny. So let's get back to you. Okay. You move to Vancouver. You're doing yeah. cocaine. Yeah. That, no, you come back from Australia. Come back from Australia. I end up working in a gold mine. Are you f- oh, yeah. this is where you guys saw the guy get killed in a rock tumbler. I didn't see it, but I... Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> when we were driving... This is when we were driving across... Oh, you! I, I made this joke on when you used to do the in-bag show. I came down and I made this joke. You can never fucking scare a Canadian. Because whatever you've seen, they've seen it ten times worse. We were driving through the lightning storm, right through all the windmills in Palm Springs. From back from Phoenix, right? From Phoenix. Yeah. And all the windmills are getting struck by lightning. Worst lightning storm I've ever been in my entire life. And I go... And I panic and I go, I don't want to die from this. I saw guy gets struck by lightning once and you go i saw a guy dying fall, in, fall into a rock tumbler and die i i once got attacked by a bear and a wolf i had to play dead for the bear but scare the wolf <laughs> good times yeah yeah old kelly kelly died in the rock tumbler <laughs> uh, you know what was sad about it he was he was just two years out of high school are you fucking yeah, serious so this is a real person yeah he just yeah i'm, try, I'm blanking on his last name because oh, i Kelly, Kelly, I think it started with Kelly McHugh. I think that's who it was. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah. And if Kelly, if I've got the wrong one, and yeah, I know because, yeah, yeah, it was sad. Yeah. So and it was one of those things where he had a vehicle, you know, and it was sat in his mom's driveway. Oh. It was just horrible because you knew, I and mean, who's going to buy it in a small town? Everybody oh, knows yeah. whose vehicle it is. Oh, so, fuck. Yeah. That is a hard reset. Yeah, that is a bad reset. That's where you got to repaint it. Yeah. And you, That's when you need the goose to come in. And you're not, if, you, if you goddamn cry, I'll punch you in the face. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That's horrible. Yeah. Horrible. So anyways, I'm at the gold mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the gold mine. Things are going well. Guy falls on a rock tumble. You're like, I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> People are dying. I'm going to get a better job. This, the name of your book should be Ian Bag Witnessing Red Flags. <laughs> <laughs> Ignoring red flags. They were doing cocaine, and I'm like, these guys uh, are older than me. <laughs> <laughs> these guys are way older than me. I shouldn't be doing this with them. You, you go so, in, you buy Kelly's car, and you're like, I'm out of town, yeah. bitches. <laughs> Good gas mileage. I gotta get out of here. Um, so it was awesome because we worked in this gold mine that was connected to Alaska. So it was near um, Hyder, Alaska. Hey, if you ever do an Alaska trip, like on your show, well, I did one for Birth Conqueror, oh, but I might do another one. Why? If you do one for a uh, flip trip, you gotta go to Hyder, Alaska because it's it's. Uh, I don't think there's. I think it's still an unmanned border guard. 
So you can cross from Canada into this little town in Alaska where all these uh, guys escaped Vietnam, and it's just like three bars in the middle of nowhere, and there's there's gl- ma- massive glaciers there, and it's fantastic. Shut the fuck yeah, up. So, but we were doing gold mining right there, so we'd be on that side, and we'd get drunk in this place called Hyder every night and then go gold mining every day. It was so wait, awesome. when you gold mine, when you gold mine, did you ever like find gold and then put it in your pocket? No, I was, I was working. I was a blaster's helper, so I would blow shit up. It was really? great, yeah. So ever- I was headed off to school to become a blaster. That's what I wanted to become. Really? Yeah. And then I just I tried stand up, and I was like, "This is what I want to do." How good were you at stand up when you first did it? Uh, horrible. I uh, Are you no, I, I guess I wrote all my jokes in my hand my first night on, and they I was so nervous they sweat off, oh. and so I did impressions of fish with my hands. That's what I was. Doing. <laughs> Canadians have a different sense of humor. Salmon. <laughs> Trout. <laughs> Trout. <laughs> Whiting. <laughs> That's right. Go this way. Halibut. <laughs> and then you put your hands behind your back. Chilean sea bass. <laughs> bass. Oh, man. So, so then... Uh, so then when did you when did you move to New York? I moved to New York. Uh, I started... I moved to New York in 95. So okay. I, so 90... 90 93, I started in comedy. 93, 94. And by 95, I was gone. Okay, I started in New York. Because this guy named, this guy, when, when? In 98. Wait, 98. This guy named what? This guy named uh, Pat, Mike Mike and Pat Bullard. Pat Bullard. Yeah. First, I was just doing an amateur night, and he came up to me and said, you got to move out of Canada. And I was like, what? And he goes, get the hell out of Canada. I'm like, what does that mean? He goes, get out of Canada. There are very few people who ever take that fucking advice. If right. I had a nickel for every time I told someone, hey man, you're really good, you should get the fuck out of here. Right. And then they're like, well, you know, I no, gotta you, save up some money. Some, yeah, I just, so I just, my whole effort went into getting the hell out of Canada. So, I, and I did the Montreal Comedy Festival. I just did like a guest set on a show. Yeah. And this guy that owned the comic strip, uh, Lucian Hold. Yeah. Do you remember Lucian? Uh, I just talked with John Bush. John Bo- Bush. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. John yeah, Bush yeah. and I got chiropractics done in Omaha, and he was on my podcast, and he was like, "We got to." Was he didn't... opening up for you or something? Yeah. That's hilarious, Bush. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, he was yeah he was uh, <clears throat> he was one of the guys. So Lucian took a shine to you. I helped him get Lucian. You helped John Bush get yeah. Lucian. Shut the fuck. Yeah, up. yeah. Because uh, we were at the Aspen Comedy Festival, and I said to Lucian, "That guy's funny because he's so he's so goofy. He's so and he's real clean. He's like, yeah. doesn't need to be dirty. Yeah, he's super he's fucking likable. He's not fun to drink with though. He's got uh, a, he's got a bad." side of the drink uh, he, we got fucking hammered he was fine was he? Oh, yeah, yeah. but I get so side. drunk I just pass you I, have no idea I seen your video from the kitchen there oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, like, you were using vine and it just didn't make sense oh fucking <laughs> fucking <laughs> Bill Blank you know Bill Blank <laughs> I love Bill, Bill Blank Bill Blank is one of my favorite oh. uh, Bill I, I, I was just telling this I don't care what fuck Bill Blank's real name is Bill Burr. Bill Burr, right. And he changed it because... It's Bill Burr. Goes, Bill Burr goes, hey, man, you got to stop tanking with my name. <laughs> no way. Didn't tell me that. So. You got to stop tanking. He's like, you're going up a fucking bomb and I'm fucking doing good. I, mean, I can't do this for both of us. <laughs> I can't keep the ship upright for both of us. I don't know if that's what oh. exactly what happened, but that's the way I remember hearing it. <laughs> I just changed it that way. Um, yeah, Bill Blank was in the in the kitchen with me. And he was trying to do Vine. He couldn't figure it out because he's he is a, that what was going on? Yeah, yeah. He just kept cutting right there. <laughs> and he goes, uh, he, and then uh, we stole a bunch so of Larry was, the Cable Guy chips. It was uh, Larry the Cable Guy has chips, and they're fucking like amazing. in his name. Oh yeah, and they're the best chips. You've what ever what had are in they life. called? Larry the Cable Guy chips. Get them. Get them. Get them. <laughs> no, I think they're called taters. No I way. swear to God. <clears throat> I'll tell you what. When Next time you go to... Do you go to Omaha? Yeah, once in a while, yeah. Well, next time you go to Omaha, have Colleen give you the 
the buffalo ones and the cheeseburger. Cheeseburger tastes like a fucking cheeseburger. You're like, is that pickle and mustard? They're That's amazing. Weird. They're really so good. So you had Bush and Bill. Yeah. So because they're buddies, they, yeah. they hang out. Yeah, that's cool. Do you get to pick your openers now all the time? No. I mean, Isn't that I fucking I, bizarre. I, I guess. I mean, I guess you must be at that level. No, what? I'm at the same fucking level you are. Oh yeah, but no, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely. I mean, I, I, I'm sure I could uh, get levity to arrange it, right? But it's such a fucking pain in the ass. That, and I don't have one dude that I use all the time. Like, if right. I had, if that worked, but I don't work enough and I cancel a lot of fucking dates. Are you a canceler? Big time. I love it, though. That's awesome. I cancel. Because they all. used to cancel on you all the time. I know. So now it's like in reverse. Hey, I, what's that? What's it like being behind? Rick. Lee Dog. Rick uh, in Virginia Beach uh-huh. uh, will not take my phone calls. He literally. Because he thinks you're canceling. I, I, he won't even take them when I don't have a date plan because he's like, I know you're canceling something. You're canceling another one of my clubs. Is it Richmond? What is it? <laughs> I'm closing your club. I literally, I've, I've canceled so on him so many times. He won't even fucking. He goes, I won't even. I'll never book you again. He goes, if you have a weekend, just show up. You can do stand up here. But he goes, I don't trust that you won't cancel because what happens is you get, you know, tele. Up until recently, television paid so much more yeah. than stand up. Right. That that you were just like, I can't fucking right. justify. You know, at one point I'm sure. At one point I'm sure it was like. Two grand for the weekend. Right. Like when I was doing Birth Conquer, two grand for the weekend versus what you make on television. I was like, I can't justify yeah, 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 you not make, doing yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and now we're, and now it's, it's, uh, you know, it's for the first time I'm making money in stand up, but I still, it's like, you know, television is really kind of the fucking, it's, it's, it's still, that's what, that's going to sell your tickets. It's going to sell tickets, yeah. And especially when you're the guy that gives away free vacations, free adventures to everyone. Oh, it's going to be it's, like, it's nothing but positive energy. It's like, it's, it's a beautiful gift to be able to do that and take people around the world and go, this is what you get to do. And then explain to me on that show, how do people say no to you? Well, I, I think in the third season, it's going to be extremely difficult. Right. It's going to be the, the first season was simple because no one knew who the fuck I was. Right. Uh, everyone thought they were getting pranked, everyone thought it was a prank show. So we had a we had a, an impossible time getting anyone for the first episode for the pilot. Where, where, where was the pilot? New Orleans. We couldn't get we couldn't get a That's fucking a, thing. Well, that might have been because of New Orleans. Well, and then and then and, <laughs> and we were up uphill battle the whole time, and then and then towards the end, I also what had happened is at the time, and I, I say this, I understand I'm gonna sound douchey when I say this, but at the time I had started too to get, late. I started to get some a little bit of fame because of Rogan's podcast. Right. So people knew me through Rogan's podcast, and I'd mention it on Rogan's podcast. And Rogan's podcast was bigger than anything on TV right. that yeah, I was yeah, ever yeah. associated with. So <clears throat> people would go. I get people to say yes. That goes. Oh shit! I want to go on vacation with the machine. So that was like some of the people we took. And then season two, I put it out on Twitter. Talked about it on Rogan's podcast. And I told him where we'd be, and it was it was pretty flooded. And we got a lot of people. We got a lot of people that said yes. But so we got would you just, just pick through the many. people that just would, they just would you pick the yeah, yeah, first yeah. person, or would you pick through people? You pick you definitely pick through people. Like you'd go, well, this is because you know what vacations you have out there. Right. You know what you're going to do. Right. So you you kind of are trying to craft it for them, but you already have these things planned. Right. You have integrate. You have a bunch. It's there's a lot of things that go into it. So you'd kind of pick the right people for the right vacation. Uh-huh. And but the thing is, is that I do stand on this. Fuck at a, at an open air mall, and I try to talk people and go, "Hey, you want to go on vacation with me?" And unlike the Crash Your series on DIY, those guys are are uh, they're going to a Lowe's where people are already looking for home improvement. Right? Like, I'm shocked they ever get anyone to say no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, uh, but for us, it's like I'm standing on the street corner. I'm, I'm I'm with the homeless people going, "Hey, man, stop!" And they're going to the dentist. I remember there's a lady going to the dentist. She's like, "I have a dentist appointment." I was like, "Cancel it." She says, "I have a I have a, I have a crown that's loose. I need to go." Like, oh my God. so yeah, so you like. 
I'll be interested to see how it works third season. I, I do quite enjoy when I watch it and people give you dick looks. It's really because they must. Oh, see, it's got to be people that see themselves on TV later on giving you a complete douche look, and then yeah. somebody got to go to Fiji. Yeah, it's it's it really is great. I'll see. I'll be shocked. I'll be interested to see how we do it. How we how it works third season. I'm but, showing uh, up. You text me because I'll show up in the middle of nowhere. I'll take you in a heartbeat. Oh, awesome. The sad thing is I'll start talking like you. It'd be perfect the whole time. <laughs> hey, this is where we're going. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so okay, you go to New York. I go to New York. Right? How much do you weigh? Uh, I'm probably about 310 at that time. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite. My favorite. <laughs> the, I remember watching you go on stage, and you would ju- you would just murder. You would have you would literally go up and do crowd work in the cellar and just destroy. Because the cellar's not a, a cellar's a, one of the beautiful places to do stand up, but it is a place where you need to know how to do stand up in order to do it. Right. And you, and for the most part, if you know how to do stand up, you usually don't do it. You just fuck with the crowd and you fuck around like a tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd work on some jokes but and then tell was tell was the one that I used to just like. He's amazing. He's just, yeah, he was just he would come in every night with a different new twenty. You're just like, how does he do that? I would he would blow me away. Everyone, please reach out to David Dell and tell him I really want him on my podcast. I yeah. fucking he's like one of my heroes. He would come. I want in, him too. I'm mine. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Anybody. I'll come down and do a co podcast with you, and oh. we can just interview interview him at the same time. Oh, Why don't we just bang awesome. out one big Attell podcast where we all ask him different questions and we throw that all up on our podcast and then we just all end it. With, we love you. We love you. He uh, he would come in and he would have a. I would see him the night before, and then the next night he would have the same joke but with a different tag. Right. Like, and he, it was almost like he was really like focusing on what tag worked best. Yeah. It was, I remember the yeah, one. He's I, brilliant. Yeah. And my favorite time was he took me drinking with him one night. I just felt like I was. I went drinking with him once. In, Did you blow in it? Miami? <laughs> and I was I was like. I fucking was like, I was just watching him. Right. But you know, it's, what's crazy is that- You're this, trying not to blow it the whole time. You're yeah. just like- Oh, I blew it right when we walked out. What'd you say? We were in Miami. And I said, kept going, hey, my friend's famous. Like, <laughs> and he was like, don't do that. <laughs> I'm such a fucking douchebag. <laughs> the best was me and Eddie Ift one time went to Off the Wagon uh-huh. and we saw a tell. And mm-hmm. we're like, we sit down at the bar and Eddie goes, oh, there's a tell. And as we're about to go over to say hi to him, the bartender puts down two shots of whiskey. And we're like, oh, and he goes, these are from uh, Dave. And we're like, oh, awesome. He goes, leave him alone. Is that what he said? He goes, leave him alone. Stay there. He did that to people the night I went drinking with him. He sent them drinks. Yeah. But I didn't know he sent, leave us alone. No, well, he did that to us. I think the bartender was like, he got these for you. Leave him alone. He's writing or whatever. I don't know if Dave was like, sent him over and goes, keep these fucking guys away from me. But, uh, but yeah, so, so. That was the best. Is it was that you more than you? You decided. <laughs> wait, when would you, when did you gain weight in your life? In my life, I was always I've always been an up and down kid. Really? Yeah, always. Like uh, when I was twelve, I went to a hockey camp and I was like really high up in the hockey, and then I broke my leg, gained a bunch of weight. Then a couple years later, I lose it all, and then something happened, gained a bunch of weight. You know, really? it was up and down. And then all of a sudden, uh, after when I was working at that gold mine. They just feed you. That's all they do. Yeah. And I uh, just gained a bunch of weight. So, yeah. And then you moved to New York you were, and you were 310? 310, yeah. And then? Shorts, shirt, long hair. Yeah. Yeah, logging, logging, lo- look like a logger. <laughs> so, and then you moved out to LA mm-hmm. and you lost all the fucking weight. Yeah, I got rid of a bunch of it. I, I was remember, like down to about 210 for a I long remember, time. I remember going into the improv. And bumping into you, I didn't even think I knew you at the time, but but I'd seen you do stand up, bumping into you and not knowing who you were. And I said to someone, I want to say it was Gary Goldman. I was like, "Who's that guy?" And he goes, "Ian Bag." And I went, "No, no, 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 no." I remember you were, you were no, no, you were no, wearing no. slacks that were pleated. Yeah, that was fucking wrong. Yeah, 
Yeah, I had a girl that dressed me at the time. Are like, you serious? I, yeah. And I was like, I remember being, I just so uncomfortable. I just want jeans and a t-shirt. Uh, <laughs> but man. you've kept the weight off your whole fucking... Uh, I'm up and down. Like, I'm up and down. Like, I'm up right now, so now I have to, now I have to, I'm like back. Well, you know, I think you know every man's up and down. I'm, up, I'm always up and down, too. I was 245 at my biggest. At your biggest? At my biggest ever. As I'm always two, 245. I'm 250 right now. No way. Yeah. But you're also, what, 6'4"? Six, 6,000 feet. No, I'm 6'3". Uh, so, you're, you're a big dude. So so now, now I'm in the process. I got to get rid of some. I just got to get rid Because I'm at that age where you just want to get rid of some. Like, uh, I did the clean program, a cleanse, and I dropped 40 fucking pounds. From just juice and shitting? Uh, juice. Uh, juice in the morning. Uh-huh. Uh, lean, uh, snack in the afternoon. Lean protein and green in the afternoon for lunch. Uh, snack after that. And then a juice at night. And then 12 hours between juices. No alcohol. No caffeine. And you don't really have to work out much. They, ask, they tell you not to. Because? Because they just say, don't worry about it. Keep your... Light activity. So I get on the treadmill and watch TV and just walk. I'd walk like six miles. It's crazy. So, um, but I fucking dropped 45 pounds. Right. I dropped in How like long? 20 days. 20 days? 20 days. Is that healthy? Sure. Isn't well, that AIDS? No, it's, it, you know what it was? It was a lot of it was fucking water weight uh-huh. and just me not drinking 1,200 calories at the end of a night. Right, right. You know, for me, that's my big thing is I fucking drink like a fish and then go, I wonder why I'm so fucking. Yeah. Tired. Just making sure we're recording. Do you awesome. like is this is that add to the podcast of me always going over? And I going, love it. So um, I love it. I'm like this kid's out of control. This it's, is real. DYI does his place, but he's got nobody to do his goddamn <laughs> recording. So then you moved to LA and you you did you first did the Atkins program. Yeah, right? that's what I did. I like Atkins. I was like, I got to figure this out. And then you just realize after a while, you're like, oh, it's calories. You're yeah. trying to figure it out. <laughs> oh, I, remember, I guess I can't. Where just did we eat go everything. one time? And we I forget where we were going together. And we stopped at a Jamba Juice, and you got an apple, and I got like a fucking sandwich, a pretzel <laughs> sandwich, and, and you, I get an apple. I go, what the fuck are you doing with an apple? And you're like, calories. It's calories. <laughs> it's calories. You just got, I don't know. It's, it's fucking interesting. I didn't know yet. You have, is that a lemon or an orange tree? Orange tree. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy because- I'm parked in front of the wrong house, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought I'd mention that. I just happened to stop because I was like, I finally got, and I was checking all my messages because it was blowing up as I was driving. Yeah, and I was like, look in the mirror and I see you hiking down. I'm like, oh, must be this is where it lives because because there's, there's that exact same treehouse in their front yard. Oh yeah. So I'm like, oh, kids, yeah, kids, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you just come on, we're going. The like, uh, the thing that sucks about an orange tree this big. This is a pretty massive orange tree. It's about I think what like fifty. 40 feet high? No, it's pretty big. It's probably, yeah, 30, 35. And so, but the problem is it yields about, well, maybe fucking 500 oranges. So no one's ever going to eat that many oranges. And so they just fall. The squirrels eat them. You they just drop all over, over here to like, clean your tree out. Well, we just cleaned. We have a, a kumquat tree over there. And Bobby Ooh, Flay was over what? the other day. And Bobby Flay was like, dude, I know Bobby Flay. are fucking awesome. Do you really? Yeah, how do you know Bobby Flay? Uh, what, how do you know him? Hockey? I know. I did, uh, I did one of his first shows, Hot Off the Grill. Are you serious? Yeah. What did you do? I uh, was just a guest on it. Really? Yeah, him and some crazy girl that did stand up. Do you remember that crazy? Uh, no, I she don't. Kind of hot, but he, she and yeah. It was, uh, was it? Was hot off the grill? Was in the room? No, it was outside. It was a barbecue show. Oh wait, I remember like, the when one. When I lived in New York, that's what yeah. I did. Yeah, and Shut I was up. really heavy on it. That's all. Yeah. Oh no, no, I don't remember. He was just over. I met him. We do. He's on food, and I'm on travel and it's the same company so we met at this thing and i talked to him about podcasting he's like i really want to do one and i said why don't you come over you do mine i'll show you how easy it is right and so he came over and he and he like you know it's like you can't take him out of the 
uh, the cook out of the fucking out of him at all. So he sees that and he goes, "Are those kumquats?" I said, "Yeah." And I go, "But they're pointless." And he goes, "Are you fucking kidding me?" He's like, "Candy them. They're fucking great. Like you can make jams. You can make one. Like he literally start one of the things you can make." And I was like, "Fuck!" So me and the girls picked all the kumquats yesterday, and we're jellying. We're giving them. We're making them. Nice. We're gonna make. Tell him to do my podcast because he owes me from doing his show for free. Okay. I will. Back in the day, he'd do it if he's if he's out here. He'd do it in a heartbeat. He's he was he was surprisingly approachable and regular. Like He's you, a very nice guy, yeah. Extremely nice and really like like texts back and forth like, uh, hey man, uh, uh, let me know when you're – like just real regular. And right. you don't expect that because I think because you've seen him on TV for 17 years and, you've, and you know that he has restaurants and you know that he's successful and you just assume that with that comes – uh, like a distance from regular people, but he's yeah. not. He's just a regular fucking dude. He's just okay, <clears throat> um, and he's redheaded like Billy Burr, and he probably like yells Billy at Burr. Yeah, Bill, Bill Burr is fucking one of my favorite co- comics. So funny. There's amazing how many good comics there are right now. There are, and I, and then there's a lot of shit, isn't there? It's a lot of shit. Jesus, there's a lot of shit. But man, I'll tell you right now, the guys that are good are fucking great. That's the difference. What's the name of your special so everyone can check it out real quick before Ian I bag getting the fucking know you, getting the fucking know you. Yeah. <laughs> I, it is. You know why I, I named it that? Because I was like, well, I wanted to call it getting to know you for, for the crowd work. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I swear way too much in this. How do we, how do we pre-warn them? Yeah. So we put it in. Getting there. to fucking know you. Yeah. It's one of the, it is, it is, I'm telling you, one of the best specials I've ever seen. It is who you are on Hold stage. Hold on, I can't get my hat. I can't get my hat on my head now. <laughs> it is literally one of the best specials. There's been some, yeah, like Bill, Bill, you, um, Ari Shafir's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Joe. Fucking Duncan Trump. There's so many dudes Trump, that are Duncan's doing- so different. He's so different. You know who he is? Uh, he's he's Mel Brooks because Mel Brooks was way out there. Duncan's and one of those. Duncan's he, way out there. He went through some shit, I guess, recently, and I texted what? him the other day. His mom passed. Oh, it's yeah. Terrible. And, when and he had cancer. Um, he did. Yeah, testicular cancer. I don't know if he Ugh. told anyone. I'm sure he told everyone. Um, I, the way Duncan is, I can't imagine that he'd keep that. He'd think. definitely talk about it. But um, I texted him the other day, and I was like, "Hey, man, I just checking on you, because uh, you know, if you want to hang out or anything." And he's like, "I'm gone this week, but I'd really like to go to a water park next week." <laughs> and I was like, "I didn't mean like that." I was like, "No, I was like, I was like, awesome." So I told my wife, "I go, uh, Duncan and I are going to go to a water park next week, like in the middle of the, when just in the afternoon." And she goes. Um, you have two fucking children. Do you have any idea how pissed off they're going to be if they find out you went to a water park where they were in school? Are they, they going to go with you? No, fuck them. That is awesome. Yeah, I'm a fucking. I'm to a water park with. You. He's going. He goes. I'll call you when I get back. I talked to Rogan. They're going to hunt Bigfoot this weekend. Well, good luck for them. <laughs> That's not good. You know what that is? That's a bunch of guys on mushrooms walking in a forest. That's yes. what that is. I hope they fucking find him and come home with him. <sighs> just fucking, just the Cinderella story. If there's story. anybody you would want them to find. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but let's be honest. As a guy that grew up in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> there's no Bigfoot. <laughs> there's no Bigfoot, okay? Did you think when there was a kid, was that something? That yeah, we- yeah. When, when we were kids, we were always looking for Bigfoot. Are you serious? Always looking for Bigfoot. <laughs> and I remember this older kid. He was probably about 15 and we were about 10. He's like, I know where he is. <laughs> And this is when I. This is kind of when I figured out sexuality. I'm like, this guy's trying to perv. Hey <laughs> guys, take, take your shirts off. It gets a little thorny yeah, back here. Basically, he took us into the bushes and like, I'm like, hey, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Todd Killeran didn't get away that day. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right, where are we at now? Uh, who? Oh, uh, so now we're in L.A. Fucking, I'm wearing pleated pants. You're wearing pleated plants, pants. Plants, plants pleated. And then, um, and then, me and you meet. Yeah. Through 
through and I'd always, I, And it's funny because I had always heard about you. Oh, I had known and who it, you were since I, I started in New York. I didn't, I didn't ever get to meet you, but I'd always heard how great of a guy you were. When we met, we, we, did, we worked with Bob Saget. Bob Saget, and, yeah, good time. And they said, they, they said uh, Ian's going to host, you're going to feature. We did the first show, and I said, how about we switch it up? We just trade off. And you were like, okay. And I was like, because I can't follow you. <laughs> I was like, wow, I find it. Yeah, it was fun. We, we had I, a great time. We had though. a great time. We switched it off and like host and, and feature. And then Bob Saget said, I'm never following those guys again. Yeah, we That's what happened, and, you know. That's what happened to us is people would say nobody nobody wanted to follow us. Oh, it, because it was, it was fucking like insane. It was insane. And then Dan just started saying, well, why don't I just have you two come out and each do like 45, 35 and I'll have a host come up like Tom Segura or yeah. Matt Fultron. Yeah, And then they'd go up and do like 10 and me and you would just go back and forth. And and we would have fucked, dude. Those would be monster shows. Monster. I mean, like, I'm, and then they sent us on the road with Butch a couple times. Yep, and 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 though that was a fucking great show. That was an amazing show and and fun radio. Oh, oh, that's when we did the radio where the guy goes when the guy was a dick to you. Oh, so uh, the movie Van Wilder's based on your life. I go, yeah. And he goes, I don't see it. I go, I go, what Just do you mean? The way he's looking at you. I don't see it. I don't believe it. I go, okay. And he goes, I don't even see how that's even possible. Uh, he goes, when did you hunt vampires? And you start laughing and you go, oh, you're a stupid man. <laughs> and he goes, what? And you're going, you're thinking of Van Helsling. And the guy, the, this pompous 1980s wrestler haircut wearing motherfucker starts going, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, then yeah. we started going back and forth. <laughs> I don't see it. You wrote Jump. You're thinking of Van Halen. <laughs> you were the vice president. You're thinking of Van Buren. <laughs> You you wrote jump. Oh no, that's Van Halen. Oh, that <laughs> I'm was Van Wilder. So fucking funny. Yeah, he was such a dick. Oh, uh, good I, that guy's definitely not doing radio. And that anymore. was, you know what? I love doing that club, and I think that may have been the last time I was there. It was the last time I was there. They just never. It was weird. The it guy that fun, ran that, it, follow, that club. I will say this outright, and I can say it now because it's without any repercussion. That club was broken. They did not. They had a guy that was running it. That was um, that. I, I don't know why I don't not running it. Dan Murr is was not the problem, but I think Dan He had a lot of the problem. Well he he definitely had some problems, but I, I don't know. What what's he doing now? I have no idea. But Dan was a good guy. I he liked liked Dan. a tan, that's what I remember. And he had great hair. A great hair. I remember uh, can I tell you a good Dan Murr story? Yeah. So uh oh fuck. Dan, I just lo- I just want you to know I love you, but I'm a comic and that this is the way life works. Things happen. We gotta talk about it. So Dan I, the first time I ever worked there was with uh, with I was featuring and right. Gary Valentine and Mike Burton had told me you got to go party with Dan. If Dan says he wants to go party, you got to go party with Dan. So I I said so the first thing and they said tell him we said that let him know that you're friends with us and that you want to like get down. Right. So I was like all right. So I get there and I introduce myself to Dan and I go hey Dan Bert I work with Gary Valentine. He goes, ah, I love Gary. I said, I'm Mike Burton. And he goes, oh, yeah, I love those guys. And they said, Dan, they said, I definitely got a party with you. And he was like, well, we'll do it. We'll do it. And I was like, awesome. Thursday night, end of the night, he's like, yeah, I'm going to roll out. I'm going to go to bed. And I was like, okay. Friday night, no partying. Saturday night, no partying. And I think I'm fucking out of there. Like, I'm like, Sunday, I'm going to get my car after the show and drive home. I get done a Sunday night. And he goes, all right, tonight's the night. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Because I'm like, I don't want to fucking... But I was like, well, you know what? Maybe it'll get me in at the club. Right. Like, so I go, all right. And he goes, uh, square up. After, after you get all done, 
you go over here and I'll meet you over there and and we'll and it'll go it'll happen. And I was like, okay, great. So I go to that bar. You know the bar like if you're walking out the doors of the 10 p.m. Prop, it's all the way on the other side of the parking lot. Yeah, the yeah, far yeah, bar yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go there. I sit at the bar. All the wait staffs there. Dan rolls in. They're all like, hey. And Dan sits down next to me. He gets he gets a drink and he looks at me and he goes, all right, here we go. And I go, okay. And he goes, <laughs> yeah. So what do you want to know? And I was like, this is it. Like, we're just going to sit at a bar. And, like, like, I, like, this is crazy. And he was, like, he was like, yeah, like almost like it's good for you, right? Chant, like punch me in the shoulder. Like, you having a good time? And I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm not driving home for this. And I fucking missing went. everything. I miss. I'm going. So I drove back to the fucking condo and spent another night in the condo and then woke up early. I was like, I just had two drinks with him. And he was like, I thought he was like, I got your full. But yeah. And then Valentine and they were like, hey, crazy, huh? Did you have a good time? I was like, yeah, I just sat and watched Uh, him have a drink and I had a beer. I I had enough beer so I couldn't drive home. I, I, I thought we'd at least go tanning. Yeah, but that club was fucked up. I, I, I never understood how or why it worked. And I, the one but it guy, was packed. It was packed, but the, the one guy that uh, owned it, the older gentleman. Oh, the guy, the AA guy? The, yeah, the AA guy where he wouldn't let you drink at the club, wouldn't let you drink on stage, wouldn't let you drink around the club. You couldn't have beers around. I was like, this is a, not a fun time. He wanted time. an ice cream parlor. Yeah, he, he yeah. and then, and then uh, he was a really nice guy, but he was very old, and at one point, I was head. I did go back there once to headline once, right? And it was we did great fucking numbers. And he came out, and I saw him coming up to me. I'm signing autographs. I'm taking pictures. And he comes up, and he walks up, and he goes, "What's the kid's uh, headlining's name?" To me, to you. And I was like Bert. And he goes, "All right, where is he?" I said, "It's me, Howard." And he went, "Oh, oh Bert, it's so great to have you." I was like, "Fuck, who's this kid that's headlining?" Me. I do Joel's room now. You do Joel's room? I don't really do Phoenix. Why not? Yeah, uh, they say I don't sell enough tickets to go there. Joel's room is pretty fucking big. Yeah. It's so. like 500 seats. Yeah. And trust me, when you sell, like, the first time I went in, like, I, I don't think I've been back since. But the first time I went in, I sold, like, you know, like, what is it, what is it like, 70 tickets on a Thursday? Nice. And it's in a room of 500. That it, looks... It feels. It feels. It, it looks a, like a small dick on a like, fat man. Oh, shit. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have shaved my pews. <laughs> Oh, that's fucking ah! I just I there's clubs that you like to play in, and I don't. I get confused. The improv has now got this idea they're going to make most of these clubs five hundred. Well, it's it makes it makes sense in the fact that there are people like Schumer and um, and fucking. I was going to say Craig Gas. That's the wrong name. There are people that are going in and now doing theaters that are like six hundred seaters right. for one night, making like twelve grand and grand and ban- bouncing. Right. So it but, makes sense in that in that capacity that they could. The problem is, uh, and I do understand this, but I don't run the business, so I don't know. But they're phasing out a generation of comics that maybe can't fill those rooms. Right. So you're just going to be selling to screeches. To go like, hey, go in and can you fill out six hundred as opposed to yeah. but how I me and you started, th- which is like I, we were affordable, right? We could put enough seats in a fucking funny bone. And the pe- the people that show up are going to enjoy it. Yeah, they're going to fucking love it. We're good, and by the time we get recognized, we're fucking awesome. Right? Like that's one of the greatest blessings yeah. of the way me and you came up is that by the time we are fucking. Uh, where Gaffigan's and those guys are, will be as good as them because we will be working our dicks off yeah. that entire fucking time. Yeah, 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 paying the bills. But I don't, I don't know. I just don't. I don't. I just I, the, the reason you get into theaters is so you don't have to do comedy clubs. So I don't see how they're going to get those people to come back to a comedy club. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's hard too because right? six nights or f- six yeah. shows is different than one. Yeah, way different than one. One show, I can get up for a one show night. Easy. It might be the best show of my life. Yeah. Three show Saturdays, ugh, one show is going to have a number of jokes repeated. <laughs> and it's probably the first one. Because <laughs> you're still thinking about the other two shows, so you're just repeating. <laughs> Fucking. I, that's what uh, bums me out when you see those dudes that make the leap straight to theaters, and you're like, or like, or you see them just going and doing rock clubs, and you're like, you don't know what, you don't know, have any idea what three shows in Dallas or Miami uh, feels like. Or Houston. Oh my God. Where you're Until just... you've met three different groups of Latinos yelling at you. <laughs> Going, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I fucking I those I uh, can't do three shows anymore. Three shows in Columbus is. Do you do Columbus? I don't do Columbus, but I just St. Louis. I just did three shows, and I remember the and and they. You know what? The even worse is they fucking push it to get the third show in. Yeah. So now everything's rushed, and you're like, oh, 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 oh this makes me more uncomfortable. How much time do you do on stage? Uh I used to do a little bit more, but I've cut back. Really? Now I'm trying to keep it to 55 to an hour. You? You go an hour and a half? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes I had, people... It was a marketing reason. Somebody told me if you, if you keep them at 55, they'll continue buying tickets and they will, they'll buy uh, merch afterwards. Uh, I, I, from... agree with, I agree with that 100%. Uh, Dan, was it Dan Godfrey? No, it was actually in Australia where people still pay for tickets. Really? Yeah, and are paying good money for tickets. The I, that's a genius. I, I got I got. I, w- I need to do just an hour. What happens with me is I do. Uh, I'll do like thirty minutes of like of new material right. up front, or like not new material, but newer material working. stuff that no one's ever right. stuff that they haven't heard yet. But I'm working on and is working. And then I'll do the machine story, which is 12 minutes long. Right. And then I'm at 45 minutes right there. Right. And so now I'm like, oh shit, now I got to close. And then I have someone going flying dildos in the back. And I'm like, okay, I can tell that. And they're like, talk about the, the time right, your dad right. shit his pants. And I'm like, okay, okay. And so then, and then what happens is I start, and then I like start fucking around with the crowd. And next thing you know, I'm in an hour and they're flashing the light. And I'm like, I know I get it. And then it's like, I don't think I've done a show under an hour 15 in a long time. But Dan's problem is that's, that's not marketing on your side. That's marketing on their side. What do you mean? They want to get more people into the club for the next show. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's got nothing to do with... But I do think if you leave them wanting more, they yeah. come back. Yeah. And I, do, and I know for a fact there have been nights where I do like an hour 30 and I'm telling you like standing ovation where you're like, that's what I'm fucking... That's what fucking comedy right there. Right. That was free form. I didn't even fucking... Late show, not one shirt sold. Right. Because everyone just walks out like, yeah, thank you. I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, they want to... They got to go. It's time. But if you, you could get the same reaction at 55... And they're fucking, they're buying. What I need to do, here's what I want. I swear to God, when I, I, this is what I want. I want to hire Colin Quinn All right. to produce my next hour special. Someone like Colin Quinn or someone I respect. You know what? I don't think it needs to be Colin Quinn, but I think it needs to be a comic. Yeah. I want them to produce my special. I want them to go with me on the road. Like a fucking, uh, I, uh, I'm, t- I, I'm. When I say Colin Quinn, I mean that level. Like a right. real fucking great comic, right. Paul Provenza, someone who knows right. the fuck they're talking about. They can work with me or not. They can to make it a two man show. They do twenty. I do an hour. So I have to follow them. I have to bring my A shit. But they can also listen to me and go get rid of this. You have too many jokes about that. Just do this right. one. Punch it. Pull it all into one. Make right. it stronger. Focus do you want on them this. To produce it or direct it. Uh, direct it. Smart. I want I want someone I have somebody that's producing my next one already yeah. that I know and I I'm 
pretty happy with it. Maybe I'll get Provenza to direct my next hour special. Not Provenza might be. I need like like he might be. I think he put too much of him into it. <laughs> does that make it sense? It does make sense. It does make sense. Because you know who do you know does that? Eddie Brill. Yes. Yes. And it fucking infuriates me about the about the that I, show. I, yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm just like, no, yeah, there's a reason you don't do that joke that way, because you're you and I'm me. Yeah. I want someone to pull back God, who's the right person? There there's someone who can make you know it. Who might, you know who it might be? Who? Uh and I don't know if he'd even do it. Um Bobcat Goldthwaite. Fuck. I told Leanna I told Leanne this. I go, I'm willing to go I'm willing to like make sure that it's financially like, because I believe that I will recoup the money on the road. Yeah, I w- I'm willing to make it financially beneficial for the director, so that I can then you produce it and you hire him to direct it, right? Because then you will recoup all the money. I need off him to help show. me with my. I need him to fucking reel me in and focus me on my on my hour. Because I right now I'm right now I have uh, about two hours of new material that I'm scattering all over the place. But there's a lot of things that are very similar, right? Like there's like like I have like 15 minutes about Isla. Like my youngest, right, right. But it's 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 might be a lot of the same joke. But somebody might see it from out the outside and say it's not. Yeah, I know. I need I need another set of eyes on my on on what I'm doing on stage. You should to, write a list of people that you you want. Yeah, I got to do another hour, hour special. Did, you know, no, wait, did, how how? I wonder if you could get. I wonder if you could get uh, what's his face uh, that that does all the movies now. Why well, be fucking? Uh, you know who I'm talking about? Louis C.K. No, 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 no. Ricky Gervais. Um, no, 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 uh, Eddie Murphy. No, no, no. Uh, 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 he's Kevin Hart. Oh yes, that's who you want. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you need to wear it. a silver. Who, who did forty a forty year old virgin? Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow. Oh fuck! Because he hasn't. I did. I did. Did you do funny people? Did you? I did the half hour sets for funny people. Did you do no, that? No, no. Where he had you come in and they filmed a half hour set. Whether they're going to use it in the movie, they didn't know. They didn't know if they had enough time. But they. I think there was five of Are us. You on fucking the kidding? So. Judd Apatow would be fucking awesome. Yeah, good. We're still recording. Oh um, my god. Uh, Otherwise, we'd never remember. Why don't this. I just put this up front? I don't know why I have it behind no, me. I think you should um, do. Judd Apatow would be said great. That's how it should be done. How did you? How did you go about getting ready for your last hour special? Uh, I. I did it five times, like, and then I, with the material that I knew that I wanted in it, and then uh, a new. I did an hour and twenty because I was, wanted stand up, and uh, I mean, I wanted stand. I wanted crowd work in there, yeah. But people, I've been so beaten by people that said you couldn't do crowd work. I did forty five minutes with for material, and then we did the crowd work kind of in there as well. You, so we I overdid it. I oh yeah, I overdid it. If That's, I did it again, I would do fifty five. Yeah. And I, I know my crowd work works. I yeah. know it works. So I your would. crowd work's always been amazing. You're so. easily one of the quickest dudes I've ever seen work. It's it's autism. <laughs> <laughs> you make Leanne laugh harder than any fucking comic she's ever seen. Yes, she saw. I felt so bad one day when I seen her in a pet store, and I didn't recognize. Oh. I, I didn't recognize it because it was someplace that I shouldn't be like I should be with your running chick, into. right? Yeah. yeah. I just started dating my chick and and your daughter was dressed in uh was she dressed in she was dressed as a princess or a fairy or something like yeah, that. And like I remember her. I remember saying, So you're going to soccer? <laughs> 
And she laughed. She the, and she said, how you been, Ian? And I'm like, what the hell? What's going on? And she goes, it's me, Leanne, bird's wife. And I'm like, what? Because it just didn't make, I was, oh, yeah. I was in a pet store that wasn't in my neighborhood and I was just, it didn't all make sense. So. No, she's, she, I, she, I don't she's, think, she's I don't so think nice. she noticed or cared. Probably not. She uh, drove me insane for about a year. Uh, we got invited to a, a birthday party of yours and we never were able we, I was, of course, being, doing what we do, you can yeah. never. Oh, I've never gone to anyone's anything. You miss everything. Yeah, I know. You missed my wedding. It was awesome. I've missed, I've missed ev- absolutely everything I've ever wanted to do <sighs> because I've missed my, I missed, uh, my roommates, my old roommate's wedding. Right. I was in, uh, South Africa doing the South African thing. Wasn't that great? Oh, uh, it was fucking, you went with buns, right? I went twice. I you went, went twice? Yeah. I went with buns and I went on my own, the, uh, first time two years ago or something like that. What do you mean so, on your own? I, I went, I went and did that thing, but I went to just Cape Town, and the last time I went to Johannesburg and Durban. I love Cape Town. Cape Town's amazing. I had a fucking I felt great safe time. the whole time I was in Cape Town. Yeah. In Johannesburg and Durban, I was like, it could go down at any moment. Are you serious? Yeah. I was just like, it could go down at they any They told moment. us that. They were like, it just, you know, places are sketchy, and then one of the guys is like, was like, he had cowboy boots. I had cowboy boots on, and he goes, nice, where'd you get those? And I said, oh, they're fucking, they're not that nice. And I go, well, how about yours? Yours are nice. And he goes, mine are imported from Texas. And I went, <laughs> really? I go, then I think you'll think mine are really nice. <laughs> and so he, but he was like, you want to go into a shantytown? And I was like, fuck you. We, we, got, we partied pretty fucking hard there. But you know what was the best is we were doing bar gigs. You like were? We do the bar gigs at night. No way. So we do, we do the, the theater. It's like 800-seat uh-huh. theater. Every single night. And then, like, once, once, twice, three times a week, they'd be like, hey, uh, what was his name, Steve? Uh, no, it was, uh, fuck, what's his name? God damn it. You know who I'm talking about, yep. too. Yeah, yeah, we know who we're talking he goes, about. He goes, he goes, he was like, he was like, I think you're going to be, you can, you could do these bar gigs. They're a little rougher. And I was like, okay, it's just a fucking open mic. It was like doing an open mic, except... It like a lot of the. I don't think, didn't understand the language that was being yelled at you. Yeah, and, and you just needed to be able to flow. And it was like just doing a fucking a, a Thursday night Embraer when we were younger. And it oh. was just it was just like you needed to be able to work the room. You needed to be able to switch speeds at any moment, have quick jokes, and then a long joke, and then a quick joke, and then right. crowd work. And uh, and and at the time there was I don't think the people on my that were with me there weren't very many people that could do it it was me and this guy steve hughes could that could definitely do it steve hughes from australia yeah 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 yeah. me and steve hughes Hughes definitely could do it because steve was just fucking quick and he didn't give a fuck and he owned the stage the second he got up with that fucking he got long he's got long hair right? long hair big tall motherfucker really really funny and a little bit crazy a little bit crazy yeah Yeah. kind of believes in conspiracy theories hard yeah fucking core yeah and that's the reason why he isn't famous is because he'll do an hour special yeah, and to start off, and by the end of it's all conspiracy theories, going, looking all paranoid. Uh, but so wait, did you? Um, would you go back to Cape Town? Yeah, in a second. Really? I'd go back to Johannesburg, and I go. I'd actually probably go to everywhere in Africa other than Somalia. Really? Yeah. Uh, Ivory Coast. Yeah, I'd go to the Ivory Coast. Yeah, that's I what I was thinking about. I was thinking about like uh, those blood diamond mines in the Ivory Coast, <sighs> conflict yeah. diamonds. Yeah, I think about that so fucking much. I did. Uh, I, we're just sitting here having a great time, uh-huh. and there's some fucking dude standing by, with a guy with a machete standing behind him, digging a hole digging right a hole. now, right fucking now. Yeah, I think about that constantly. There's more than that. I've been to Bangladesh, and they, they, the whole building fell on people. I know, you know, like I, I remember looking at all those like buildings, thinking, how do they stay up? 
yeah when i was over there i remember looking at all these buildings and thinking that and you know they 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 have these uh protests every day where somebody gets shot and you know like i, don't, I was right there i don't understand i wonder if they would understand what we do for a living uh, the Bangladesh people, yeah, they loved it. They really? loved the stand up, yeah. Seriously? And you know what? You know what I liked about a- Africa? I felt like it was the first time I ever felt like I was prior. Like, because it was such a new, it was a new art, and the freedom to say things was so new. It is a new art over there almost. Yeah. It, it really is. And a lot of the ones that are successful at it are, aren't. Are, are, are the, the, what was really popular when we were there was just simply emulating an accent that they had right. heard. So like, like uh, I'm doing a whole, I can't do accents except for you right now. But uh, That's a good one for you to do over in South Africa. I uh, love that one. He goes, uh, when they're like, uh, well, we walk down the street and we see the one guy, right? And he's got the thing. And right. he goes like this. And everyone loses their fucking mind, right? And and you're like, and in the back, you're like, I don't get it. You're like, I guess it's just local. It's like it's like being a, a open micer in Tampa, and you're like, how about those rays, huh? Yeah. Like, and, <laughs> who goes to that building, yeah. right? And, but now I think it's turning a corner because they're doing. It's a huge. Like when I was there, I was if you did anything political, they were just they were they were lo- they loved it. Really? When I was in Bangladesh, my favorite joke that I did the whole time was uh, there was these people there from Save the Children. Wait, who are the audience members in Bangladesh? Uh, it was mostly Bangladesh and then some white people. Like seriously, they, they asked me like, say, hey, can you keep away from the sexual stuff and go shut up yeah and i was really? like yeah because because it's all muslim so and, and you know when i when you get there you're like oh, i can't believe i'm doing a muslim country like this is gonna be crazy i don't even but know where the fuck bangladesh is it's uh near india i'd imagine yeah <laughs> so wait so uh, you go to bangladesh yeah do they, they fly you in to fly where do you, you in, where do you fly out of do you fly you fly to uh you fly to hong kong and then you fly to uh dhaka is yeah. what the town's called. You go in there, and you don't. You're like, this is gonna be fun. And then when you get inside the airport, you're like, oh fuck, I'm in I'm in Argo right now. You're looking at the airport. Yeah, you're like it looks exactly like Argo. What the hell is going on here? What have I done? And then you're like, oh. And then there's like those guys with the Muslim beards stamping your passport, kind of looking at you, and you're like, you're like okay, this. Is, and I've been to Dubai and and uh, 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 Qatar and stuff, and I didn't feel like this. Like when I was over there, because it was poor, you know what I mean. And you're, and so. I, I'm assuming. I assume this is. I'm sure this is racist somehow. But like, I assume you're the biggest dude around. Uh, yeah. Do they and have a lot of big dudes? There's not so many big dudes there. You yeah. stand out. Like people are very interested in you. Uh, and uh, it's it's one of those places where a guy meets me at the plane and then guides me through everything while everybody stands in lines. Really? It was like one of those, hey, I feel richer than everybody else because, yeah, you pass through everybody. And on the way back in, I passed through a bunch of extra, you know, through security and passport control. I passed everything. Fuck. Yeah, it was crazy. And then you're there and then you're like, you've never seen... It's 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 Slumdog Millionaire. Everybody, all these kids begging and like no arms and stuff like that. You're like, oh my god! And then all of a sudden you see this like dirty little teenager begging for change. And you're like, that may be one of the most beautiful girls I've ever seen in my life, and she's just covered in dirt and begging for change. It's just bizarre, you know. And then and then you're on stage and somebody says, we're here from Save the Children. That's what they said, and they're from the organizers to Save the Children. And I just you know in your head you just I, I said it. I said. When are you going to start? Like, they're right <laughs> yeah. there. I've seen, like, a f- 50 of them coming to the gig tonight. You know? Yeah. You shouldn't be here. You should be out there. So. Shut up. Yeah, it was crazy. So do you, how much are you editing yourself while you're doing? Because you are not, you are, you are literally, 
uh, you know what they call farm to table yeah. uh, meeting. You are fucking brain to crowd. I am. You I are. Am, yeah. You are. There is no edit yeah. on you whatsoever. Yeah, I don't. Well, that's one thing that I've always thought. You know that stand up was. I'm like, you just don't. You don't censor. I censored myself the other night. Uh, how'd you yeah, do it? I fucking stopped myself, and I'm so glad I did. What can you I tell us? Can't. I'll tell you off camera. I'll tell you off, off mic. Off mic. I was. Yeah, I had a, a fucking. I'll tell you. It's. But I'm glad I did because the next morning I woke up and I was nervous. Like, like fuck. Like, because it would have been those. Now it's like nowadays it seems like everyone's writing a goddamn blog about someone right. who's dealing with a heckler. So right. I was like, I was dealing with a heckler, and I fucking almost took it to the next level. But then, but then, God forbid that gets blogged about, and then I lose my job, and right. then I fucking have to. Isn't like, that? But isn't that when you start editing yourself when you have other concerns? Yeah, you definitely do. Yeah. Like I definitely have been more conscious about. Uh, but I also think that I've, a part of me has grown a great deal working with Travel Channel because I've learned a lot about myself and what I what I was doing before to try to be the edgiest guy in the world right. versus who the fuck am I? So I learned a lot. By doing a show that where you can't curse and you're trapped to be funny by just being funny, right? Like, uh, like I've I've learned a great deal, and I think I've carried on the stage. And I don't think I've changed my stage act, but I remember I used to take chances only in hopes that someone would write about it so that I could get famous, and then be the guy that said the most outrageous thing, and then that's why you came to my show because you never know what he's gonna fucking say. Right? And I was like, I probably took some chances kinda, where I broke kinda, broke kinda too like, many. Uh, kind of like Eddie Ifs buddy from Australia. There was so uh, what's his name the, the Australian guy that was on Cowhead and got all fired up. Oh, Jim Jeffries. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah Cause, like cause yeah. that's how he got famous was by being punched. He got, yeah. He, he yes. He was. I think he was just like a regular comic and then he got punched and then it it went viral. Yeah. Over here and because it went viral, everyone was like, "Who is this guy? He, he must, must be, be so amazing. Amazing. If people are getting out of the room to punch yeah, him, yeah. you're sitting there like, I've been punched before. It doesn't. Yeah. I didn't get famous. Somebody filmed it. <laughs> yours happened in a bathroom. What the hell? <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I think I've grown a great. So wait, how? Are you, so when you're literally on stage with a bunch of Muslims in the room, you know, yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> you're just like, <laughs> why is the Taliban here? What? Uh, um, yeah, you just kind of like I just cut. I was just I remember cutting, 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 yeah. cutting, and it just like, uh, and then I would I I don't know. You can feel them. You're like you, you want sometimes, and you know this. Sometimes when you're one with a crowd and they're one with you, and there's no heckler, like you can feel every you can feel their pulse, and you can feel if you're going too far. Yeah, you can feel if you're not going far enough. You can just feel it. It's weird. Yeah, it it is. How many how many how many hours do you think you've done stand up? Like how many like working hours? I tried to figure this out for myself. The Jesus, other day. what a weird question. Uh, That's they a say good one. ten thousand hours, you're an expert. I wonder if I've done ten. I've got to have done. We've got to have done ten thousand, right? I've been doing stand up forty weeks a year at least. Forty weeks a year at for least. eight years. I know that when Georgia was born, I I dedicated myself to the road. Georgia's eight. I've been doing it. What even? I've been doing it fourteen years, and so that whole time counts also. But I know for a I think fact, I'm at eighteen probably, probably. But I don't feel like I really started doing stand up until I was in New York. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't. I don't feel like I really started doing stand up. Honestly, I don't feel like I really started doing stand up until I started doing the road. Because like I was doing stand up, but I was I was just a guy who was doing like getting on stage and doing 10 minutes right. and then getting a deal. And then I was, yes, I was a comedian, but I wasn't like a comedian. Right. Like 
I couldn't fill a theater. I couldn't sell a theater. I couldn't perform for I a still theater. Can't do that. But no, but I mean, <laughs> no, but I, I meant like, I meant like, God forbid, uh, so I blew up right. and and became Kevin James. I couldn't. Couldn't. I couldn't perform for them. Yeah. I could do 10 minutes. I could do t- I it wasn't until I started doing the road where I was like, "Oh fuck." I wasn't poor. It wasn't until I started headlining and realizing, "Oh, there's funnier people out here." Right. Like I remember seeing Tommy John again and being like, "Who the fuck is this kid?" Like I remember being like going, "He looks like a baby. Right. He had little glasses on. As he didn't a baby, drink, which is weird." I know. He he had he didn't drink. He was like nervous and and nerdy and he went up and ripped the fucking mic in Iowa and I was like, "Fuck, this isn't supposed to happen. I'm the funniest guy in the room." Right, right. And the, for a whole week I kind of fucking juggled my nuts a little bit following him and I was like, and then I remember saying like talking to him going, you're really funny, man. And he's like, dude, I'm nothing. You should see the guys out there. Do you know who Henry Phillips is? Do you know who? And like started listing all these guys. I was like, wait, I don't know who any of these fucking people yeah. are. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. Now I'm at the place where I'm like, I'm definitely the funniest person out there. But no. <laughs> <laughs> now, it, it, what is it, though? What is it that you, what? Because uh, we kind of believe that, but we kind of, I don't know, like you just don't care. You may be funnier than me, but I'm going to switch gears on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there, otherwise, you couldn't do it every night. Yeah, I've never i I worked I worked with um, I worked with the Jameson Comedy Tour, and I had to follow Billy Gardell every single night. That's and interesting. that was a fucking. And that was the first the first time I followed him. I was terrified, and then it, slowly but surely you start getting less and less terrified because you're like, well, fuck, I don't have an option other than right, right. doing this. Yeah. So I would just stop being terrified. And then I was like, okay. It's not always about. It's not about. It's just about being different, and I can definitely be different. Right. And so I, I got to a place that I was very confident. I was like, at one point, I was like, I can follow anyone. And then at the time, I was traveling with the guy who was a very successful headliner, and he at the time chose not to headline the shows. He wanted to do an hour in between because he didn't want to deal with the check spot. So we'd have a host go up, he'd do an hour, and then I had to close doing thirty during the check spot. And at that time, so I didn't weird. give a, I didn't give a fuck. I was right. like, I'll fucking rip this room because that's what I can do for a living. I right. know how to do that. And I would just fucking destroy for thirty minutes and and they were dropping checks and, and I was closing the show out for people that did not pay to see me. Right. And and but I was like, I did that for a little while and then I was like, Well fuck. If I can do that, I just I don't I need to be out I need to be by myself. I need to this right. is fucking yeah, yeah, point. Yeah. I'm not gonna fucking make a living closing out someone else's show. Right. And so but yeah, I I I think I just is all about being so fucking you or being so different. I think being you. Yeah. Like if like you're when, you, you're different. Well you're so you that people emulate you talking to you. My head just blew up. Like, I, like, <laughs> yeah. Any time anyone tells a, a an Ian Bag story, they do an impression of you in that story. Like, oh. you are distinctly fucking you. There are very few dudes who can. There are very few dudes. I would, I would say there is no one that can do what you do on stage, where you just go up, and you could literally t- not tell one joke for one hour and just have them in fucking stitches, making up shit that goes on in the room. It's. <sighs> I think it's I think it's fun. Like I think yeah. I have fun doing it. Some people don't think what I do is talented at all. That, that's that's people who believe that, and they um, think it's real easy. It's not. Yeah, it's not. I don't think any comic think out there do do yourself a favor. Put all your jokes in your back pocket and start talking to the audience and see how far you get before you start going. Did I tell you about the time that I was with my buddies and we were going into a, a thing and I said, <laughs> "Hey guys, want to do this?" And they were all like, "Oh my god!" Like it's fucking hard as shit. <laughs> It's fucking. I don't know. It's I just. It's it's without a net, but it's 
I don't know. It's it's a way I've always. Uh, here's how I'll describe my show. When I grew up, I played hockey, and there would be a bunch of kids in the back of a crummy, which is a crummy is a uh, a truck that had a kind of like a a school bus on the back of it where the loggers would sit, and they couldn't. The, there was no parents in there. For the record, your description of whatever it is you're losing me in the description i'm like wait that is the school bus that the loggers went in well the, the, the loggers would be sitting in a crummy which is basically a school bus but it's cut off to the rest to the front so so it would be a bunch of us kids like, just sitting in the back of this rough up thing going to a hockey tournament almost like you were going to prison right okay but it was, so so it wasn't a fun thing but it was we we're going on a hockey trip it was fantastic and we just chirp each other we'd we'd mock each other and we'd have fun and we'd just be talking about the trip because there was nothing to do in this thing yeah. we didn't get any music we didn't get anything so we just had to make each, and we just make each other laugh and that's what it was and it just i i feel that i turned out to be the best ones that everybody else got to be a hockey player and i turned out to be the guy the fucking clown on the team so that's so interesting i said this to i don't know where i said this or if i said this on a podcast but i'll say it again i don't care says it again i, I learned how to be the comedian i am today by going to school at uh, an all boys catholic high school <laughs> because when you sat down at the lunch table right you better make us laugh quick Right. Or we're going to fucking make fun of you until you walk away from the table. Right. Like, and that was just how it went. So I sat down and I just was like, like, I remember I, I learned, I learned how to tell a story then because I remember I would come in, I would come to the table with a story prepared from what just happened. Do you guys see what happened with uh, Jay Nichols and fucking class? <laughs> yeah. And they'd be like, what? And, I, and whatever the story was, I could always make it a little better. I could punch it up and make them laugh even bigger. Right. And there was always that one dude that's going, wait, that's not exactly. And you're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. I'm holding court. Okay. This is exactly what <laughs> fucking what it is. Right. From learning how to hold court. Yeah. yeah and yeah. just hold court and to keep people's attention. And like you'd come in Monday. I'll never forget every fucking Monday morning you'd come in you had the first like period where like right after second period everyone had a break and everyone met in the lunchroom uh-huh. and you recapped the weekend's events and I fu- I would fucking bam do you guys do you guys hear what happened with Tyra this weekend and I would just go on to a story and tell a story <laughs> I, I had one of my friends in one of my shows in Portland Troy Kent and I I said to him, my most definitive stories that stuck with me to this day were ones from him his, him, his uncle and his dad lived together Right, his, and his uncle was a fucking crazy man, and his dad was trying to get his life together. And I, I'll never forget <laughs> the one story that made me laugh so hard is his dad came out one weekend and goes, uh, "Hey, uh, Troy, his brother Dean, and Cecil are sitting on the couch." His dad comes in, he goes, "Hey, anyone sleep in my bed this weekend?" <laughs> and they're like, "No, no." And he goes, "Are you sure? Are you sure? Because I came in late last night, and I just went to sleep. And did anyone sleep in my bed?" And they said, "No." And he goes, "Has anyone fucked in my bed?" And they're like, "No." And he goes, "Has anyone jacked off in my bed?" And they're like, "No." Why do you ask that? And he turns around, and his sheets are stuck to his back. <laughs> and I fucking that story like was the best. The funny I told this I told this on stage. This is I swear to God the heart. The whole point of this school was just to make each other like right. if anyone Ty Rodriguez. We were in um, religion class one time, and Mr. Mercandante Ty sat right behind me. I sat in the front row. He sat right behind me. He was going through a blood clot in his leg. So you, anytime Ty, if you moved, Ty would be like, "Oh my leg!" because he was playing football. So we're like, I just remember this. I'm just setting the story. So one. Mr. Mercadante says, when Jesus was on top of the cross, he called Paul over, and Paul came over to him, and he said something to Paul from the cross. What did he say (laughs) to Paul from the cross? From the cross, what did Jesus say 
to Paul. And he goes, Mr. Kreischer. And I don't know what the fuck he said. And Ty Rodriguez leans up in my ear and he goes, I can see your house from here. And I fucking laughed so hard. I remember I, I was in 10th grade and I fucking, and he was, what's so funny? What did Jesus say that was so funny? And Ty's going, say it, say it. Oh, but that was like, that's how it forms your personality. Yeah, totally. Totally. I thought you were going to kick him in the leg, so I yelled out. I'm a fucking leg. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much better. I shut up. Kick him in the leg. Ow, my leg. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh. Oh. Uh, that it's too. It's totally. It's totally. And I. That's why I don't think. I think girls have a different sense of humor because they don't have to go through that where, they're you gotta you gotta like be able to capture everybody's head. Yeah. When you sit down, otherwise well, sometimes you that men like men ask girls to squash their personalities in a weird way. Like I, I'm, I'm very respectful of someone like say like Sarah Silverman or Schumer or these women that that are so fucking funny. Right. And I only say that because they are beautiful also. Right. And so many times it's so much easier not to take a chance to be funny when you're a guy like me or you, where I feel like we've been struggling to get pussy our whole lives. Right. It's like it's like even in our relationships. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's it's like it's like our personalities are formed. Based off of our want to get laid, right? So, and that's very primal. But when you're like, when you have no want to get laid, you can do it whenever you want. Yeah. I sometimes am curious, where does that, where does that person, how is that personality developing? Right. My sister Cotty is one of the funniest human beings I've ever met, but she's also very attractive. And so when she moved out to LA, I was like, Are you going to do stand up? She was like, No, nah, I'll just be an agent. And I was like, That's an that's option. You're like, That's annoying. Yeah. And she was like, Ah, she took worked at ICM, I think, or Paradigm, uh-huh. and then. Uh, Switched over to a management company. Now works at Fox and publicity. And she's like, yeah, I'm happy. She's one of the funniest fucking people. She's got one of the best stories ever. Her first day working at Fox. Uh She's in publicity. And it's the day screeners are released. Uh And so everyone starts emailing her. That's her job is to get screeners out to people. And they start emailing her. And she's like, I don't know what the fuck to do. It was my first day. And she goes to her boss. And he goes, no, 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 not a problem. Don't worry about it. It's not expected of you. Just send out a form letter to everyone and tell them to contact uh, Tim Jews in the, in, the, in the studio store. He'll take care of it. And she's like, uh, how do I spell that? And he's like, Tim Jews, just like the people. It's Tim Jews. So she goes, okay. So <laughs> she writes this form letter. If you guys need anything, contact Tim Jews in the studio store. Tim Jews will take care of everyone. If there are any questions, talk to Tim Jews. She uh, takes it, cuts and copies. It's like 300 letters. Next day, she shows up at work, and she's got fucking 300 responses and more emails of like, huh, what? What the fuck? <laughs> Spell check had changed Tim Jews to the Jew in a studio <laughs> store. <laughs> if you have any questions, contact the Jew. The Jew will take care of everyone. And she said you can tell the people from like, from like fucking... <laughs> But like, like all the guys that worked on like the cartoons on Fox were like, "There's only one." <laughs> Will he have a mark so I know which one it is? Oh, she's one of the, the Jew. <laughs> she's one of the funniest fucking human beings in the world. But she's I would have worked for my town because there was only one. There's. <laughs> Oh, the Ornsteins, they own the- Sweet, what's your podcast? Do you do it with a, a yeah. chick? I do it with uh, Brian Irwin, who's a guy, and uh, Scott Henry. and Scott girl. Henry, the comedian? Yeah. I know Scott. Scooter? Yeah. Scott. Shut up. Scott's so funny because he's just so out there and he likes to do his deep voice. Yeah. yeah. He's so funny. He is a great bowler. He's always going to either some guy that died bowling or a World War II vet's funeral it's bizarre i'm just like 
Is that all you know? Are those the only people? Does he live around here by any chance? Scott? Yeah. I think no, I, ran, I run into him in airports all the time, though. <sighs> That's hilarious. I always run into airports. And does then he fly American? Is that the deal? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Americans. That's my fucking, that's my shit. Yeah. Wait, so what do you guys do? So this is, you know, your podcast is Cowhead's favorite podcast. Really? Oh, uh-huh. That's nice. I didn't know that. I do honest. I, we just, we just have conversations. It's just random conversations. Well, is there here, a chick there. on the show too? Yeah. Just, we just need a little bit of. Yeah. yeah. I, w- I should have, I should really produce this more and have like more people, but I enjoy this. This is good. I like just talking yeah. like yeah. this. Yeah. yeah it's good. It was what made me fucking get into podcasting was. Marin and Rogan. Rogan. I listened to Rogan and I always got obsessed with Rogan's because I was like, I was like, God damn, it's like I really feel like I'm just listening to you know two what, friends talk. You know what made me want a podcast? What? Cowhead Show. I always enjoyed doing Cowhead Show. Really? And I just, it felt like you're just hanging out with a bunch of buddies. That's so, I and find his show so, so uninspiring. The, um, <laughs> I love him. Cowhead. I wish he would. I, I did my podcast like very early on. Like he was like the second podcast I did. Mm-hmm. And man, so nice when you have someone who knows what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. He just, anytime we like go to a lull, he'd drive it forward. He'd move it he'd ahead. He'd move it forward. He's like, I can't help natural. you with that. I did, a, I did a podcast with Sam Roberts from Opie and Anthony, uh-huh. and he did the same thing. He turned in, we did a enter, uh, two, two hour interview where he just in, interviewed me. He just asked you questions just, the whole it, time. He asked me the whole time. Which ones do you listen to now? Uh, Rogan. Uh, I would listen to every fucking Rogan I wanna, episode. I, I want to be on Rogan's. It's, I'm just going to uh, put it out there. Do, do you know him? No. Oh, you don't know him? No, you no. just got to meet him. If you got to meet him and, and get along with him, he, I don't think he's not the kind of guy that would ever like just. I, I'm, I'm not the kind of guy. I'm never. I'm never. That is the only person I will never make any bold statement about about anything. So I would take. You all never that know back. what he's going to do. You never know what he's going to do. What really? interests him. What his rhyme or reason. Like he's just one of those guys that he knows what the fuck he wants. He does what the fuck he wants. Right. And he's and he's just he's one of the sweetest guys in the entire world. He is the most selfless dude I've ever met. Especially someone that's at that level in the game. Right. Absolutely. I've never want, met someone who wanted all his friends to be more successful than him. He just wants everyone to fucking succeed. Well, that's 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 a great way to be. He, yeah, and it and it pays it back forward. He seen he seen I seen him once uh, when I, my first time in Montreal. And this is back in like way back, like one of those Montreal not- accent. By the way, is the sexiest accent in the world. Uh, There's a girl named Nadia G uh-huh. who's on the Cooking Channel. She is sexy, but I'm married, but her accent makes her fucking so sexy. You got to get that in a, in a stripper. A Montreal accent in a stripper gets even better. A Montreal accent in a yeah, stripper? Yeah, because it's like white trash French. It's pretty awesome. Oh, I wonder if that's what Nadia is. I'm Maybe. trying to get Nadia on my podcast. Come on, Nadia. Prove Nadia that you're G. not white trash French. Um, so, so anyway, so uh, Rogan does this bit, and I can't... I just remember it sticking out in my head about how young the uh, girls that were doing gymnastics in... And the Olympics were, yeah. and how they would have to go back to school. So what did you do this summer? And how much of dicks they would be, yeah, because they went over and won a gold medal. I just I can't do it any justice at all. Yeah. But I just remember I'm like, who is this guy? This guy's fantastic, and then he's, he's and he was a, on TV. He's a great comic, and he's writing constantly, and he's fucking super passionate. He's a re- he's people the love to go I, see him. He's the reason I'm podcasting. Yeah, 100 percent. Because I just did his so much, and it was there was such a big response. And at one point, he just said. I remember I was sitting in the backyard and he call, like he's also one of the few dudes that call that uh, of my Still friends that will phone. call me okay. on the phone and 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 we'll talk. There's Joey Diaz, everyone else I text with. I text everyone, but Rogan will call, Joey will call, and then you'll just it's talk funny because I I text the people that I feel that uh, are busy. 
I always feel like you're busy. That's why I always text you. Oh, you can just call me. If you call me, I'll I answer the phone. Yeah. I'll start calling. Just call now. me. Because what happens is I get a text and then I read it. It's just like getting an email and you go, oh, and it puts you in a good mood. And you're like, oh, I got to fucking call right. him. And then you don't do anything about it. So, but if a phone rings and I see it's you, I always pick up. I uh, always pick up. I'll start up. calling. Um, and Tom Segura will call me. He calls Segura. me. I, I text him and Christina. I, I, they are. They fucking. They, are my, they came back from South Africa like, Ian Bag is our new favorite human being. Really? Oh, they were like. It's so much fun with them. And they're, they're great. Like, that's one of those couples that you're like, that is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because I would never think stand-up couple could work. I know. And especially when especially when the woman's funnier than the man. You're like, ah, I know. <laughs> and more attractive. No, but I call them. And a and better then, beard. Um, I, my podcast right now are uh, Rogan. I always listen to Rogan, Marin, um, uh, This American Life, Radio Lab, um, Bobby Kelly's. Like, Bobby Kelly's. I sometimes like Bobby Kelly's when he doesn't have any guests. Like when just it's when like he, like when it's, when it's just like the like him and, and Dan Soder. Because like I fucking Bobby makes me giggle obsessively. Opie and Anthony just came out with a podcast today. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm gonna download that. They, I I uh, I gotta listen to it. I'm gonna listen to it. Uh, Bobby Kelly, I have not listened to, but he's just so he's so Boston area for me. Oh, it just God. makes me giggle. And I yeah. I, and of course, Billy Burr. I like. Uh, oh, I listen. I listen to Bill too. I like. I like Bills. Bills is one of my favorite when I am uh when I'm just like driving in the car I can listen to Bills because for some reason Bills will allow me to also kind of let my mind wi- run wild like as he like it's it's almost like you end up becoming his co-host right and you end up having the conversation with him right and jumping in and, and arguing with him or agreeing with him right, right, I right. love I wish I had done a podcast like that where it's just me speaking because it would be so much fucking easier I enjoy Corollas I have I've listened to Corollas a little bit. Uh, I like it. Yeah, I like it. I like I like it enough to. I, it's how I run into Allison Rosen. I love Allison Rosen's podcast. Have you done that? I have not. No. I'm texting her right now. Okay. Allison Rosen's Allison Rosen is the funnest podcast. Really? Yeah, because it's her. She's almost like a therapist. She is brutally fucking honest about everything. I mean, she is fucking real. She is, and on Corolla, she's funny as shit. She's really fucking quick. You know, I'm texting Allison right now. You know now. what's one I like? I like Tom Bernard's out of uh, Minneapolis, too. What's his? Oh, wait. I know Tom Bernard. Yeah, yeah. I know Tom Bernard. I did his podcast. You did his podcast? Yeah. I know you usually do his radio show. I don't know how about it. Do his podcast after with his son? Yeah. That's yeah. What I like. And, his, and his wife. Fuck. I can't believe I and forgot. His, yeah. And his, and his nephew. That's why I like it, because it's all family there. And then their neighbor from across the street. It, it just... And you just talk. It just, was it? Did I do Tom Bernard's? Yeah, I'm sure. You, well, is it? Sure is it? Is it in the building that Acme's in? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I did. Tom Which Bernard's. I don't do anymore. I do the. Uh, I do bricks. Oh, fuck yeah. It's way better because he knows what the fuck he's doing. Not yeah. that the other there, dude doesn't. You know what? I didn't like. I didn't like the way the staff treated you at the other place. If treated you fucking they badly. felt they made you feel like you you should be lucky to be working yeah. there and i was like that's not the deal yeah. i remember being like angry with me and steve Byrne were like we're like hey we fucking do this for a living like we're not brand new to this yeah don't treat us like we're fucking open micers yeah. that we're, and we're fucking selling the club and you don't have to pay the the and you're not paying oh, i have headshots today oh you gotta get going no 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 they're it's i think it's happening here oh i gotta take a fucking shower my buddy lorenzo is coming Started over to do headshots gonna be um allison i'm texting her right now Allison Rosen. I would like you to do mine. I'm gonna. Allison, you definitely need to have Ian Bag on your podcast. I will get you his number. You guys will have a fucking blast. Bert. I want to see what it actually says. Allison, you definitely. <laughs> you definitely bag. I need to write definitely. 
definitely this is why this is the beauty of a podcast it's semi-broken you definitely need to have yes. some bags on your podcast there you go perfect perfect god damn it yes. some bags um all right yeah i should take a shower i have headshots in fucking 10 minutes all right um what time is it though uh perfect we did it like an what oh we did how long is this fucking podcast i don't know you're the one in charge I hope I've been recording. Um, oh, what do you? What I'm going to put this up. I think I might put this up, either beginning of next week or or this week. What Let me have, know so I can post it. Okay. What what yeah. uh, what uh, any dates you have for coming up? Yeah, I have. Um, if it's going up next week, next week I'm in Dallas at at the worst. Next weekend. Yeah. At the, Are you in Dallas? I'm in Austin. Are you? I'm in. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I want to be at Arlington. Oh, shut the fuck you up! That club. No. What's that? Coyotes or something? No, it's uh, an improv, but it's oh. just imprint. <laughs> I hope people come see me. This uh, this podcast is very big in Texas. As a is it? Fact. Yeah. Uh, I had a black guy throw a glass at me there. Oh. Uh, you would actually like this story. He was fucking like probably about 6'8 and just ripped. Jesus Christ. And he stood up and he threw a I asked him what he did. And he said he was a gangbanger. And, oh. and I said, what number does he usually go? <laughs> <laughs> And he stood up and he threw a glass at me. And I just seen it coming. So I stepped out of the way and it missed me, but it hit the brick wall and it fell to the ground, but it didn't break. And I just remember hearing another black person go. (laughs) (laughs) And he got up and he ran out of the room because the glass didn't break. Oh, shut the fuck up. He was embarrassed. Like you you go. He was like embarrassed. Like you wouldn't believe. I'm a gangbanger. (laughs) What number do you normally go? That's the I best. I thought it was hilarious. That's a great fucking line. Because who yells at him again? He didn't get that. He didn't get that. Yeah, so. He didn't get the joke. That's so sad. That's a fucking great joke. Just so you're in Dallas. Ask. I'm in Austin. Yeah. Um, and then I got uh, and then I got uh, Seattle coming up soon. Ooh. This podcast is very big in Seattle, too. Nice. I, I like it. You, I can tell you what, what cities I'm big in based on my Libsyn numbers. Uh, Libsyn's interesting. I was getting. I was Are you getting, doing Detroit? Uh, uh, not until October. Very Are you big, big in Australia? Uh, uh Bigger in Canada than Australia than Britain. Canada, I'll be in November. Britain, I don't know when I'll be over. Australia, Is Britain the right September. word for that country? Uh, Britain, in- England, yeah, Britain, yeah, Britain. Yeah. They got a bunch of different names because okay, they send great. people away. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The Imperials. The Imperials. That's what. That's a Steve Hughes line. Steve, <laughs> they're, they're imperialist. Imperialist. <laughs> um, yeah. The, yeah. Are you going to Australia to do any dates? Uh, September. I'll be there for the month of September. Then we're, we're going, going to festival. We're going to Fiji. Have you, have you guys done Travel Channel to Fiji yet? Can you no, hook I'm me up get, with some places? I'm going to get. I'm going to get the list of where our fucking future ones are going. Oh, that'd be awesome. This week, I'll tell you exactly where we got plans. I love it. <sighs> All thanks, right. Ian, thanks for having me, Bert. This thank is, you for having. Thank you for coming over. And I'm like so I said, sorry that I haven't seen you in so long. Like I'm, dude. Likewise, but I think it's just it's the fucking it's nature the business, of the business. Right? Um, like I said, I swear to you when I say this, I watched his special. Go online. I think you can. Uh, request it on Showtime. Is it was on yeah, Showtime? Yeah, it's, it's airing a little bit on Showtime, but it's also on the uh, what is that called? Netflix. Uh, no, not the Showtime. What's it? Uh, you know, uh, pay per view. But pay per view. It's not pay per view. You don't pay. For oh it. yeah, it's uh, in demand. In demand. Yeah. So go and get it on in demand. I promise you, you will love it. And if you go see him do stand up, it will be, if not identical, ten million times better because it'll be live and you'll be knowing that you've never heard any of these fucking jokes and before. And tell me that the machine sent you because I love it. People do it all the time. Oh, the machine the sent us. Shut up. Oh, God, yeah. Definitely say the machine. So Tim, tell them the machine sent you. Um, hey, let's do this you again. Know, you know what the best part is when they say the machine sent us and it's a really empty room? I'm like, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> I love you, man. Thank I you. I love you. Bye-bye.
This episode was brought to you by The Machine.